Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spin Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm Ryan Sawinski. And I'm Bartek. Are you? Are you really, though? Not... Well, it's on my birth certificate, but... It's not on your birth certificate. <laughs> no. Well, well, well. Case closed. The answer was no. Well, we are spin Polish, though, aren't we? Yes, that's on my birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I made sure to tell your mum to put it on there. I'm you know, than you, though, yeah, so. well, I'm better than you, you the, so that's... You were in the womb, Well, Ryan. that's how influential I was. I was like, Ryan, I'm leaving <laughs> my womb, and you're like, just give me a few more months. I'm like, all right, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't speak to you until, like, 2013 or something. Yeah, no, that was exactly the year, you know, down to the date. You know, everything. Date. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you didn't say a date. <laughs> it was, that like, was... May 20-something. <laughs> I don't know who that was, you know. Whoever <laughs> spoke then, it must have been Bartek's womb guy. Ghost. <laughs> but... <a> womb ghost. <laughs> Explain right, urban dictionary, go. Okay, you know when you're in the womb? <laughs> yeah. You know how you evolve? Yeah. Well, you don't evolve. Like embryo to fetus. Yeah, you know, you don't actually evolve. You actually kill the previous stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you of yourself. So Is you that have... like That's when I... <laughs> So that's why our guest for this episode is Bartek's womb ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the mummy with Tom Cruise. I'd rather see Tom Cruise run away from a womb ghost. (laughs) Bartek's womb ghost. (laughs) Woo! It goes woo! But only during contractions, okay? (laughs) So next week are we getting your womb ghost? (laughs) Whoever said I had one. I'm that- still in the womb now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird that we have but- a microphone right up there. But Ryan, you told me you're only going to be in there for a it's couple really of months. It's has- been 24 years and a couple of months. Now. <laughs> yes, did you hear that? Did you hear that at the end? And a couple of months? Mm. See, I didn't lie. True. <laughs> Anything's oh, yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we are spin polished and womb <laughs> and, and womb ghost. Oh god. Spin- <laughs> this is the messiest introduction of a podcast we've done. On Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces, we give feature length commentaries to Wind unappreciated ghosts. masterpieces. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that right, Ryan? Yes, yes. Yes, we find those films that were made not only by people, but womb ghosts. And we say, boy, I can't wait to talk about what we're going to talk about, which is we talk about films Mm. that need more love, more appreciation, more respect. They're not films that get hate necessarily, but they're not films that get love either. Mm -hmm. And just like that of a conception, love needs to be involved. Involved? Involved. Oh, okay. Involver. Okay, Sorry. Involver. <laughs> Involver. Yeah. And, and what I'm saying deep down is that we cover films mm. in depth, fully, go into the movies, we do commentaries for them, and we just talk about what makes them great and theorize what made them forgotten, despite, unappreciated. Despite being the greatest films ever made. Despite their greatness. Yeah. You know, even Alexander the Great died from poison, specifically. But, you know, like, I don't want to get history nerd on you there. You know, uh. Bartek. Yes. What is the film that we will be covering in this particular episode of the show? Today. <laughs> Womb Ghost. Womb Ghost. 
Get out of here! Okay, Don't right, make me I'm call me. the Catholic Church to exercise you out of this room right now! We're both Polish! That's why we're Spin Polish Presents, and you are technically Polish too, but I don't know if ghosts have a form of nationality. Maybe they do. You tell me <laughs> later. Don't make me get Father, you know, give me a Polish name. Shedakovsky. To come in here <laughs> and teach you the true meaning of Christmas. You know, he's a real priest. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear that, Father? If you're listening right now. Come to my house, you know where it is, you know, you know, I used to be an older boy, you know. And come here now, and teach this womb ghost a lesson, because the one thing I know about the Catholic Church is they believe in Holy Ghosts, so there must be other belief in ghosts, especially ones of the womb. Mm. Bartek, mm. what's the film? First of all, Father Shedkovsky is a very nice man. I didn't say otherwise. <laughs> you implied it, Ryan. <laughs> I know, if anything, I implied he was a very good man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the movie... I'm so sorry, I've messed up already. The unappreciated <laughs> masterpiece. It is a movie, though. That we. Oh, you're right. I didn't mess up. <laughs> yes. Yes, I proved him wrong. The unappreciated movie that we are doing today <laughs> is Gooby. <gasps> oh, whoa, hold on there, hold on. Why did you go. <gasps> because I was surprised that a womb ghost reacted to that. Too. You know, I didn't know. Do you know what the film is, Womb Ghost? Do you speak Polish? Yep. Say I speak talk, every say language. Talk. Say that again? Does that mean yes? <laughs> it talk. means talk in okay. the bed. I, um, say it again. Say the Gubi. film. Talk or Gooby? I mean, Gooby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, are we watching Gubi. the 2009 classic A Ted Named Gooby? I messed up. We are, right? We are actually watching the film otherwise known as Gooby or A Ted Named Gooby from 2009. The um film. Yeah. You know, the word Gooby... Means kind of gobby in Australian. Like, <laughs> kind of sounds like the Polish word to to lose something, like in the future tense. Oh, what's that word? Zgubi. Oh, it's the same Zgubi. word, but with an is at the start. Zgubi. Zgubi. <laughs> sounds like you're saying is good. No, it sounds like you're saying is goody. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 goody. You're giving him a gobby, which is weird because you're his ghost. And, it's a, and he goody. just goes, mm, is goody. And then the priest <laughs> blesses him. You know, that's how Polish people yeah. ejaculate. You know, that's the facts. That's so beautiful. Spirit of Bartek's womb presence. Mm. That was I a mean, bunch of words. Really <laughs> right. it's, it's just womb ghost. <laughs> I wanted to get spiritual, okay? Oh, like Isn't the official title. <laughs> the essence of the womb. Yeah. Could you please introduce our guest for the show? Oh, I wish I could say a Polish name and then I could just pretend that's my name. My real name's actually Alana. Damn it. Who? And a good Polish name. I mean, it ends with an A. Alana who? Polish. <laughs> Alana Shubainski. That's my name. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're related, you can tell. I can't She's wait for the dedicated Gooby fandom to message this particular episode. Be like, I came here for Gooby. <laughs> I didn't come here for womb ghosts. I'm a Gooby enthusiast and I need more Goob information. Well, you're going to get Goobed all over, right? So we, we would respond to them with like, you should do your, your year seven homework. <laughs> That's really mean because they're only in year eight. You know, it's not their fault they got a whole hell of a year back. It's homework that they forgot to do. Last they they year. got held a year back. You know, it's unfair to Ouch. them to be ridiculed by Artek. And you know what's extra unfair? Because they happen to be amongst the people that have seen Gooby. Yeah, they're the age demographic for the Goob. We all were the age demographic once. 
once. <laughs> Were we I, at the time? I still am. I'm well, still guys. In the room. Get your copy of Gooby or Ted named Gooby ready because we're going to do, I'm going to do a little countdown. And when I say play, you're going to press play because you're going to join in with us. You're going to see the majesty, the beauty of Gooby and his eyes. Yeah, those beautiful, (laughs) really big eyes. And you're going to hear us talk about the intrinsic values of the film Gooby. So get ready because we're going to start this in three, two, one play and off we goob (laughs) (laughs) right right, it's it's go (laughs) no i'm speaking i'm speaking polish oh Uh, off we lose in the future tense (laughs) well well yeah because it makes sense because we're off to lose can i point out that the director's name was (laughs) coney bear can i point out there's a shop literally called swanky (laughs) like i just love that there's this well, you can't. It's not real. Shut but it's up. right there. Oh, you got me there. Don't you love small town USA? Not Canada. USA. El <laughs> I love a lot of pointing to the screen. <laughs> just proceeding to go. <laughs> like, like nobody knows. Sorry, that was if you're not watching the film, if you're not watching the film, you'd be like, why was she going? <sighs> <laughs> Eugene Levy is in the film, which is exciting. Eugene Levy, a man that we hold dear to our hearts on this show, he's appeared in one and a half episodes before. Mm. Mm. Uh, the half episode why went do you long. Why American Pie? I want to be in that. Because episode. American Pie's appreciated, baby. If it was American Pie you reunion, American maybe. Yes. Uh, if it was one of the house. No, those are straight oh, to video movies. That's a classic movies. one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Only the first. It's one of the two I've seen. <laughs> isn't it like American Pie one to the wedding? Uh, the ones that are in the, yeah. the release in cinemas, and then the reunion, and the rest one, of two, them are just. Okay. Yeah, there's like Bandcamp, Beta House. I've only seen Beta House. Oh, and there's the another reunion. one I can't remember the name. You of. haven't seen the first one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you must have been fucking lost. Even my dad tells me for not having seen it. <laughs> the first one's the best one, and the rest he, of them are just mimics. He probably wanted to like like give you Eugene Levy style advice in your teen years, and was really Eugene Levy is the best it. thing in this movie. Spoiler alert! And is the best thing in every movie. In most, yeah. He was the best thing in Like Mike, and he was the best thing in Bringing Down the House. The other well, two movies we I covered. Actually, but Like Mike also had the goodness of Creepy Thin Man. Like. I feel like that's, what? That's like Mike, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Pretty no, sure. you mean Creepy Crispin Glover. Sorry. No, I mean Creepy Thin Man. That's what he always is, Creepy Thin Man. No, he's, he's also he George McFly from Back to the Future. No, he's the creepiest. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not, because he's a Creepy Thin Man. No, no, the mother's more creepy in Back to the Future. <laughs> she was to bang her son. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that is very... <laughs> hey, if it wasn't for Crispin Glover... You know, poor old Michael J. Fox wouldn't have had all the iconic mannerisms that we know of Marty McFly. The, you know, the, the hand stroke in the hair. That It was all Crispin that put that together for his own character. And then Michael J., the J stands for Jerk Fox, stole those moves and made it more iconic. I think that's just... But then, but then he got to make, you know, iconic moves like ripping people's hair out and sniffing it, you know? like <laughs> <laughs> You mean Chris Van <laughs> I not, mean, Creepy Thin Man, yeah. Not Michael J. Fox in real life. No, you don't know no what Creepy he's doing. Thin Man had his own little... Like, Isn't he also an American horror story? I don't care, Crispin he's Glover? only in... <laughs> he's only I think Chris Van Glover's in everything as a terrifying individual. Yeah, that, that's So, true. he's not in this movie, but Eugene is, and a celebrity that I'm so happy is in this movie. Someone that I've been wanting to be a guest in this universe of ours. Robbie Coltrane is the voice of Goob. Mm. We all know Robbie. 
We Robbie Coltrane, the voice of Gooby. And he's also in those Harry Potter movies, I guess. And you know, he's he's you know, he's a, he's an icon to everyone as Gooby. Mm. And his performance as Gooby his vocal performance of Gooby was so strong that J.K. Rowling wrote Hagrid in mind mm. for Robbie Coltrane back when she started. Because J.K. Rowling, she can do no wrong and she's a time traveller, right? Yeah. Well, well, the thing about J.K. She had the The J.K. Time. stands for jokes because she's just a joker, you know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. I was going to get to that. Oh, sorry. Ruined you ruined the flow. I wasn't making a joke. I'm being dead serious about <laughs> jokes. Okay, so... <laughs> Joke's just kidding Rowling. Mm. She's got two JKs. She also stole JK Simmons one and put it in her own. We don't know what her, we don't know what her middle name is. Imagine if her first name was JK and then her middle name was also JK. <laughs> JK JK Rowling. Yeah, that would be It would be Could you imagine that on the book cover though? And then there's one pair who's like, I'm pretty sure that they um printed this book wrong. It's like, no mum, that's JK that's JK, JK, JK Rowling. JK. And then you replace her last name with JK as well. And then she's also got three Ks in her name. Fact check that. She is a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Nailed it. What, what, if at, what if on the cover of one of the books, no one ever noticed that it was just JK Simmons' name on it? <laughs> that one specific book, no one noticed. Here's a question. Are there any other famous JKs? Um, JK Simmons and JK Rowling. That's it. Mm. I don't think there's any more. I feel like if you just yeah, if you just dropped in J.K. Simmons' name, it'd be like that episode of How I Met Your Mother, was the movie with Jed Mosley that eventually just becomes Ted Mosby. Have you seen that episode? Yes, I've seen episodes of the television show How I've Met Your Mother. That was a very long-winded sentence. <laughs> Who? You. You. Why are you going to criticize? Hey, don't you like how every six months he grows exactly like? An I know. Inch? It's very well timed. It's really weird because the kid's eight years old. Is or he? more. He's well, 11. Oh, yeah, yeah he's 11. So does that mean that he, at this point, would be, like, how many inches tall? Like, if we figured it out. So he's grown... Well, so there's a formula. Yeah, so every six mm. months, he grows an inch, let's yeah. say. So he's 11 now. So what's the maths on that, Alana? Uh, look, if I wasn't any good at maths, I would, I would help you. That's why I got you to do it. Uh, that was just mean. So, so 11. Uh, maybe 4, 8. Four. <laughs> you know, usually before we get into Natural. the whole mathematics run, we talk about our histories. What the fuck? Well, no, I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about maths first, Bartek. We got it. Yes. We got to crack coconut heads here. <laughs> uh, he looks exactly like coconut head from that TV show. Ned's declassified. De- declassified, doesn't he? he, he was, it's his haircut and his eyes. Also, I've never watched that show, oh. so I'm only going off still images. He kind of looks like the young Ellen in J- Jumanji. You know when Yeah, when I know what you're Ellen. talking about, but I he's not like... fat enough. Yeah, true, true, true. Wait, what? No, young Ellen's not fat. He just he was a pudgy little... cheeks. Yeah, but that's what I mean. He's not got he enough does. he's got pudgy cheeks. Nah, he's not got enough baby fat. Yes he does. If I give Look you if I give you a picture of young Ellen from Jumanji, you'd be like, yeah, he's got a little he's a little bit of a tub tub. Nah, he's not. This kid's know. a little bit of a skin skin. Nah. From the dis from the distance he looks a bit like our friend Oliver. <laughs> Our friend Oliver. You may remember Oliver from such great episodes as The Core. Mm, the movie where the earth what stops spinning. Yeah. And three other episodes, but, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, that's that's <laughs> how you go. Yeah, like, That's just how it all goes. Is so, this guy from, like, NCIS or something? No. Like something hold on actually... to that. Hold on to that. Alana, NCIS, 
close, but no cigar. You're going to hear... Nope. You're going to... Stop guessing, because there's a review later that's going to answer all of your questions. And give you some details you didn't know you wanted. Just wait for 90 minutes. (laughs) Wait for 90 minutes. You'll forget, but you'll remember what I tell you. And also, you know, Tim the Toolman's neighbor just popping over the fence to... He also reminds me of the neighbor of the actor Wallace Shawn, the voice. Wallace Shawn, who has also been on this show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, has he? Wallace Shawn, who's the Sicilian from um, fucking the Bride movie. You know, the classic movie with the bride in it. Princess Bride. Oh. There you go. Nailed it. (laughs) Sorry. Go back to your fucking womb. And never have all of this chick. She is You know, now guys, hold on to this woman because you think she's going to play a major part in the story? Hold on to that. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. But oh, well, they didn't need to hold on to it at all. You just spoiled it. I held on for a second. That's all I can I like manage. Her piercing like... blue eyes, though, they kind of t- tell her what? Sums, Sorry? sums up piercing blue eyes. I thought you said her, her, her pissing blue eyes. Yeah, just like... pissing blue out of <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. So... I, I momentarily thought that we had dropped, dropped into it or lit the movie at this point. <laughs> it actually got a little bit creepy. I was like, uh, it'll be creepy. Get out of there, kid. Get out. <laughs> well, this is a Canadian horror film. Don't pull back. Oh, <laughs> Bartek, that leads us into our histories with the movie. No way. Bartek, could you please tell us your history of the movie? It came out in 2009, so you have, uh, you, you have nine, you have like eight years Mm-hmm, to have seen it. To have seen it. <laughs> and I left to the last minute because it's been eight years. You Same. fucking idiot. Hey, you did too, right, right? You don't know my story. You're going to hear it later. Okay. Go on. So, <clears throat> sometimes I walk into preparing for an episode for this show uh, completely blind. Sometimes I might look up just a little bit. This is an episode where I looked up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the few things that I walked in knowing were Robbie Coltrane's in it, Eugene Levy's in it, and that this is a... 2009 Canadian horror film. All of this information I got from Wikipedia. <laughs> mm, Wikipedia. What else? What else did it say on Wikipedia? It said that it stars an eight-year-old. The eight. Or, I'm sorry, because you can. Ryan's me. got it in your head. An 11-year-old autistic boy. <laughs> uh, is yeah. he actually? Do we find that? Is that? Ch- you watched the movie, so you know the answers. No. Oh, do, do you mean the character or the actor? I thought you meant the, the, the actor. No, no, I don't know. The writer of the script was an 11-year-old autistic boy <laughs> well, who know, made a horror it's film. It's all about children's imagination. The only thing I know about this actor is the only thing I know about this actor is that he's apparently in a film called My Babysitter's a Vampire. Yes, yeah, classic. Film. Classic, yeah, classic film. I know that from YouTube comments. That's a great film. Mm-hmm. I it is it's a childhood classic. It's almost as good as my best friend is a vampire. The one where the kid turns cows into vampires. Do you that remember a little that? Vampire? Huh? Little oh, Vampire, that's I it. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that on the list. You'll come on there one day. Oh, if you're please. good, if you're I good. I love that film. So what about you guys with histories? What about you goobies with your history? Goobies with histories. I don't, know, I don't know where the, the name Gooby is derived from. But oh, it actually says some... in the movie. He it's, says, yeah, I only yes. called you Gooby good because bear. I didn't know how to say <laughs> good bear. Spoiler alert. That's well, spoiler. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, spoiler. Magic's involved somehow. Mm, we just so, saw on the screen. Bit of magic well, all lightning is... Mad science? Alana, what's your history with the goob? History with the goob? Generally the goob the bear? or I feel like he's kind of... Uh... If you know someone called goob, please <laughs> oh. tell me that his, your history Okay, yeah, with well, I have this friend. No. 
You uh, gave me goobies. <laughs> it's, like like gobby, it's like gobbies, but for women. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called, goobies. Huh. It actually sounds so gross. Because women get all gooey down there. That's the exact that reason That is what is happening. I love this woman's <laughs> jumper. It's also, like a cardigan, but it's a jacket. What What is it that she puts on the sandwiches? They're cookies. They're those like, oh, they look like the... um. They're marshmallow cookies. Yeah, what are they called? Marshmallow like cookies. Name. No, no, there's a name and they've got S'mores? Like a circle top part. I don't know. And they're really good. They've got jam in them. I don't know. Oh, I'm not someone a... listeners, please find out what this cookie is. Sorry to make another tangent, but I noticed the kid in this scene is eating Harvest Crunch. My favourite Harvest. Later in the film, isn't there a scene where they talk about Captain Crunch? Crunch, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so did you not know <laughs> that... In, did, no, did you not know that the captain has a brother who's specifically into Harvesting? Oh, uh, okay. Mm, he's more, like, organic. Yeah, know, he's like, way more I organic see. than his Navy brother, mm. the captain. The captain, yeah. I think all the Crunchers love this film. Little did we know there's also Baby Crunch, <laughs> you know, where they're more... That sounds sad. <laughs> no, it's a picture of a baby doing Crunch. Oh. And they really fit. Alana so, shakes her head. Sorry, no, <laughs> yes. let's, let's jump back. This Alana. is just some serious conflict between the mom and the kid. Well, it's because just, she's oh, saying you're a liar, deep. and it really evokes the same feelings I felt for Frankie Muniz in the film Big Fat Liar. You're right. Where everyone says he's a liar, and he decides the only option is to go to Hollywood to prove them yeah. wrong. Well, because he wrote this it. film, it's very similar. The only option he has is to have a large bear friend with buttocks. I can't wait to talk about the buttocks. But, Alana, your history. Goob, tell us about your gooby friend. (laughs) Also, know that this woman's not pregnant. I just want to point that out. Uh, I feel like Gooby's a little bit... uh, Gooby's the the drop-dead friend of this... this, uh, I was going to say franchise, but I mean, I don't know if it is a franchise. Maybe it is. Oh, she is actually pregnant. Sorry, yes? Oh, that's... Yeah, because she she leaves. Yeah, I know. When I watched it first time, I was like, she's not pregnant. And then she is. And then she is. You're right. So you're saying he's drop-dead friend. Not his drop dead friend. He's like a, he is a exactly different Rick version of drop dead friend. Well, and like, sense. so his history is that he's lived in all these all these other kids' lives. Like, there's a moment where you kind of realize that he's the oh, dad. I don't. Oh, yeah, I wasn't gonna give it away, but you did anyway. My favorite part was you're gonna ask her about her history, then you tangentialize into another question. My only history is that is that he comes out of uh, he goes to like lots of different kids. Imagine the kids you could he maybe he knew kids. Did from, he do like, to this kid? The, my favorite character 12s. in the movie. <laughs> My, this kid was my favorite character in the film. Not this He's one. He's kind of um the one narrating. Mean Girls. Yeah. yeah, the one narrating. You're nobody. R.I.P. And then you never you see him one more time. Well, you see him in classroom shots. No, but that's you have one classroom. Well, right, right now he's doing that little bit in Mean Girls, but they're like, okay, so you got your. Your yeah, jerks, you, your you know how that character in Mean Girls was a character outside of that scene? Yeah, cool, you never see this guy nice. really good. Well, Bartek, I want to tell you why he's my favorite character. Straight off that. Sure. When the kid, when that main hero kid walks into the classroom, the teacher says, go to your table. And he's like really anxious. And she goes, it's that one. And points to the only empty one in the room. Yeah. But to point at that when she points at that kid that's just talked. And I go... And my girlfriend, Rachel, said, yes, kid, it's the one that's empty. Yeah, and I go, no, no, no. And I go, no, he's clearly going to sit on that boy's lap. <laughs> he's like, and then sit on and go, you're my chair now, bitch. And that kid <laughs> just is like, yes, sir. And then he comes well, in this next scene like, hey, you're nobody. Like, oh, this kid's a bit of a jerk. Yeah, you know, like he's a bit of a tough guy. I think he's just telling it as it is. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's a tough guy. He tells it like it is. You know, it's a, it takes a tough little boy who lets other boys sit on him mm. to tell it like it is. So could we just ejaculate the rest of the histories from the mouths? I heard about this film very long time ago. 
okay. I heard about this film and I noted it down mentally in my brain. And then the other week, uh, the other a little while ago, we saw Lana outside this podcast, and Lana was like. Ryan, when are you going to have me back on the before the podcast? I was stellar. I, exactly I, I was stellar in that down. episode. And that episode, Night and Day, was like your best episode of the show. And I'm like, calm I'm down, Alana. That. We've already done Annie. And, and you know, we've, you know, calm down. And she said, when you have me on next, though, because I'm a big shot now, I'm choosing the style of movie you have me on for. Get me on for a kid's film because I like the kids. Oh, that I did. I didn't know <laughs> the second part. I said the first one. So on you hate episode. the kids, huh? Yes. Nah, no, I love the kids. <laughs> Hear that? Hear that, police? She admitted it. <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, cutter, what kind of kids movie could I get for Alana? You know, like, it's so hard. She's so prudish, you know, and that's why I thought... What? That's why what? I thought, so you can't get a sexual kids film. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's the one I was <laughs> well, looking yeah, forward to. I can't get ones where there's romance in it. You know what like, I mean? Because oh, Alana's that kind of person who's like, like to they can't kiss before they're married and they're uh, only eight. <laughs> Peter Pan is my favourite movie of all time. Which and one? they kiss in that, the 2003 Peter Pan with Jeremy Sumter. It's my favourite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah but Peter Does Pan's got pre- sexual overtones they, on they the they table. Kiss in that? Wait, wait, wait. Did you mean Pan from no. 2014? Like, what an absolute ripper that was. That We did that on the show. It was a great film. We loved it. Oh, one huge, of my favourite parts was the uh, scene Nirvana with the... Um, Hugh Jackman. Pirates. Yeah, with yeah. Hugh. Don't you yeah. like Blitz Creed Bob? Don't you like Don't you like Hugh Jackman? But don't you like this kid better? I because do. this kid he's, does something very interesting in this movie, which is his acting gets so good as the film goes on. Like yeah. at first, you're not too sure. At first, I even noted down in my book of notes. I said, "Ooh, this kid is he possibly one of the worst lead kid actors we've had on the show?" Mm. And then uh, by the end of it, I actually went back to that note and scratched it out in red marker, and uh, I wrote next to it in blue. Because mm-hmm. it's more positive. Yeah. It's more positive. Yeah. You were wrong on this one, buddy. Mm. And now I, I look at that and I'm like, you were wrong, buddy. Because this kid's really got uh, a certain kind of charisma in his anxiety. Because this You're kid's right. a very anxious kid. Mm. And sometimes when you see anxious characters or characters that are a bit like scared they can play it a bit one note this kid has lots of dimensions to it and it's a film about a kid overcoming his fears his anxieties his worries throughout the course of the adventure you know it's not like you have one scene one montage with gooby also this film only has really one montage in it i noticed that also which is a shopping sequence montage or not uh, shopping yeah. dancing around but that's it got, like this film really this film really restrained, yeah, it really restrained itself on the montage, which is also nice. Ooh. But this film doesn't have, like, a montage where they're, like, laughing and being friends and then he's better. This is a film where they put Lego block upon Lego block to make a foundation for mental health stability. Here come the eyes. <laughs> yeah, that kid's eyes are scary. Hey, hello. That kid's eyes are scary. So, yeah, my history was this was a good Panting. film. I, well, that's the current history. Uh, and my previous history was I knew it was a good film. And then I watched it. Now it's a great film. Bartek, here's something very important that I've got to ask you. Did you ever, in your childhood experience, or even, you know, I don't want to say now, but now, have an imaginary friend or or a toy in particular that you played with and went on adventures with? Either one. Yes. Uh, the, the stuffed toy thing. 
Yes. I what? had two penguins. Aww. Penguins, huh? I, I still have... Do I say it wrong? No, no. Penguins, but penguins. Go on. That's how I... That's <laughs> Polish, you know. Classic Poles. Technically pink Vimy, but yeah. Um, yeah, pink Vimy. Yeah, I have two. Uh, this, I still have them in my room. Um, one of them I called Jordan... And the other one, not Luke, I, like I called him there. Luke. <laughs> Luke. Yeah. I like how one has a normal name, but the other one has like an extravagant Remem- name. Like well, I, I couldn't speak English. You, Jordan? <laughs> Good job. And Luke, keep on looking. Alana, same question directed at you. Yeah, I... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, just, I, was some, I had some gobby in my mouth. 12 pack a day. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 12 pack a day. Sorry, gooby in my mouth? I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I had to take a big break there. Um... Yeah, I actually still have actually in my old room at my old house. My imaginary friend locked in a box. My imagine, yeah, my imaginary <laughs> my friend. Ste- my evil stepmother put yeah, tape over it. it. And when oh, I get to a certain crisis, I open it up and sink Carrie Fisher's houseboat. Yeah, that's... <laughs> well, yeah, I did that last week. That was the exact plot of Drop Dead Fred. Yeah. You missed the part where she overcomes her fears, though. A fear of her I, I'm not saying that you're going to overcome that. <laughs> did you she say what she has at home? Yeah, no. Just no. Interrupt her? So <laughs> I'm, I'm being funny, Bartek. Jeez. <laughs> Soz. I have two giant baskets in my wardrobe. Of One of them is of teddy bears and one of them is dolls. And it's purely because I saw Toy Story... And then, no, 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 I saw Toy Story 2 and the sequence when Jessie and, and Sarah McLaughlin's in the background singing, when somebody loved me, mm. which is all depressed, made me never want to throw out my toys. I just felt too guilty. But then did you so see Toy Story 3? Yes, Toy Story was a big part of my childhood. And did you see Toy Story 3 where it teaches you should of, let go? Nah, nah. Um, wow, you didn't learn a lesson. So I didn't let go. I didn't let go. But nice imaginary friends? My fave. Oh, I did pretend once. I kind of, I think I wanted to have an imaginary friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can uh, yeah. sympathize. Like, oh, imagine. Friends. You know that's, that's how you know that's how my imaginary friends work. Yeah, you want no, friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But we had a swing set out of the back of my house. You know, it was one of those ones with like the two person swing and then like the yeah, I had those. and the short handbar. We had one of those, and it's like my sister always got the short handlebar swing, and I always got the long one. And there was no one ever on the two person one. Mm-hmm. So I used to just pretend that I had this imaginary friend who would come on the swings with me and like play. Yeah. And. I don't think I ever actually saw them. Oh, wait, but I have another good one. I have a lot of good childhood <laughs> things. My, I used to have a fairy pen pal. No. A what? fairy pen pal, yep. Oh, cool. And I wrote to her um, on a pen pad. It was a Little Miss Sunshine pen pad, and I used to write letters to like her. Like the Steve Carell film, Little Miss Sunshine? No. no. <laughs> yeah, that's um, very depressing. Much kind of. less morbid than that one. Um, but yeah, and she would write back to me. And then I ended up... I think I ended up with three different pen pals all from different places in the world. I've got a question. Mm. Were you the one writing back or was it your parents or your siblings? It was my siblings? sister, actually. I did figure that out and that was a very was sad the fairy. day. Yeah, her sister's a fairy. I mean, I don't want to be homophobic on the air, but like my we just had to say it. Fairy. Her sister's a fucking fairy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking wow. Actually, yes. <laughs> more specious than homophobic. <laughs> what did you say? Hospicious. It's more specious than Oh my homophobic. god, I thought you said hospicious. I'm like, is that a word? Yes, it's, it's short for hospital. Oh, yeah. Hospicious. <laughs> fucking hospitals. Don't talk about hospitals. <laughs> That's where my imaginary friend got locked away. So, Ryan... With that part with of my brain... <laughs> Ryan... I had a fuck ton of imaginary friends. Like me? Yeah, yeah he's one. Neither of us are real right now. Yeah, I know. Ghost, and I'm be. sitting in the home going... Goopy, goopy, goopy. Ryan's like, have you listened to Night and Day? <laughs> <laughs> I have this friend called Lana. She used to be a womb ghost. <laughs> used to be. <laughs> she was Bartek's womb ghost. <laughs> 
Was she? Keeps using past. And then the doctor and the doctor would say, Was she now? Mm. Well, no, it's because she interrupted and talked early on, and I just had to think on the fly. And the doctor's like, very good, you used the initiative there. <laughs> Caught the ball for that naughty old Bartek who wasn't saying nothing, but that Lana wouldn't stop chatting now, would she? I what wouldn't a- stop chatting. <laughs> I interrupted. What a bitch. I'm sensing so a bit of hypocrisy in this Guys, room. so that's why we're hear- always complimenting. Do you, you want to hear my imaginary friends or not? I mean, we've been talking. You've been I've, talking for the last three I've been minutes. listening to Alana every time she speaks. Thanks. <laughs> okay. so, Thanks. Yeah. No, I had imaginary friends. I had like uh, a plethora of them. Oh, plethora. A plethora. I use that as a word as a kid mm. as well. I'm like, mum, dad, I have a plethora of imaginary friends. I'm like, that's very good. No, <laughs> no uh, mine, were, mine, were, mine were like aliens and the devil. Like Toy Story aliens or like no. legit? No, not legit. Mine, my main one. <laughs> well, Ryan. No, 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 it didn't sound like that at all. No, he was from Saturn because Saturn was my favorite planet, and well, it's it still is. No, it's, that's it too. And I always think of Futurama when smart when Fry has the smelloscope thing, and he smells Saturn. He's like, mm, smells like pine cones. I'm like, what a weird observation on a planet. And I always like that. And my imaginary friend was this little furry guy with like pincers. But it was still furry. Pincers. Is that the alien or the devil? The alien. And he yeah, had like a big... Like? Hold the fuck. <laughs> and then, and then, and then he was called Grubber because I like... I don't know. I just came up with that name. Goobler. And then the... And, Mario and I had like a whole plethora of all these other characters. And then the arch nemesis of the mole was Satan. Was it South Park Satan? No, it was just Satan Satan. What did he look like? Satan. I don't know what you mean. Like, Satan definitely looks like one Satan, really. Did he, did he like, it was the horns and the red and the tail and the pitchfork, all that shit. And the boyfriend, Saddam Hussein? No, unfortunately not. Oh, they were split up at that point. It was the Ayatollah, you know. It was a very different time back in the early, in the mid-90s. Mm. Um, and that was my measure, friends. And I still have all of my toys as well. I have all of my bionicles. Mm, I loved Bionicles. They my were my favorite. I remember that's probably one of the happiest gifts I've ever been given from anyone. Was my parents got me the two Bionicles I wanted, which were the blue and the white one. Mm. Every other boy were like, "I want the red and the green one because they're for boys." And I'm like, "Fuck that! The white and the blue one have better designs. They have cooler fucking masks and weapons. They're cool. better, baby. They're the best too." And they keep boys. Huh? The kickball. And I think the blue one's a woman in the Bionicle series, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. It's been care. a long time. I don't fucking care. It's got Fuck a sword. <laughs> it's got a sword. I don't care. Cut me up good. <laughs> and they, I still have all of my toys. All of them. I still have all these like little Smurf toys, because I was a Smurfs fan. I like Smurfs as well. Everyone likes Smurfs. Mm, Alana? Yes, everyone likes Smurfs. Alana, who's your favourite Smurf? Was it... Uh, was it... Uh, was it... Uh, um, was it Smurfette? Sure. Wrong! She's not a Smurf. Get the fuck out of oh, this. I'm you sorry. fucking imposter. Don't you come into this podcast about Gooby and then come in and say Smurfette's a real Smurf. She was made by is. Gargamel. She's a manufactured means. product. Then why does her name have Smurf in it? Because he put her undercover to go in there to ruin their system so that he could swoop in easy. What colour was her hair originally? Is it not yellow? Wasn't when she was made by Gargamel? Wasn't it like black or something? No, he makes another Smurf girl because Smurfette failed. 
He makes an evil Smurfette, basically. Oh, I thought the and original... And she's kind... I don't know, maybe she did. I'm not up to my Smurf lore. Um, Smurfs are creatures, Alana. They're asexual. I never watched the Smurfs. They're asexual and they spring from flowers. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I also I watched, watched Yu-Gi-Oh. I also watched, I I watched I Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh up until the point where they started going, hey, you know how we play Yu-Gi-Oh now? On bikes. And I'm like... Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, like, literally, I think one of the episodes I saw opened up with the police chasing this group of hoods, and they're like, yeah. the only way to pull them over is to play them. And they have decks built around, like, yeah. slowing you down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck the, off. The best thing about 5Ds was when I watched it, my one question I wanted answers was, why is going fast good in duels? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're like, if you keep going, you don't get attacked, you'll go faster. I'm like, why? It's not racing. Because <laughs> you no advantage. I don't because understand. no one wants to play. So if you ride away fast enough, you will eventually end. You'll hit someone else yeah. and die. I also watched Beyblades. Oh, I didn't watch Beyblades. That was a huge thing in my life. Maybe caught a few episodes. They, they it sucked. It. Then, yeah, they banned it in my school too. Yeah, because people were just so intense about it. I remember we used to have like a secret spot in primary school that you would yeah, play yeah. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Hey, what is it in school with kids? Why is it that like dealing drugs. Marbles always comes back in fashion <laughs> at one point? And like, two like, square? Yeah, no, two square not so much. Two square is always like a, a, a founder. It's ever present about marbles. Because I don't mean to sound bad about this, but because you're probably a girl, a lot more boys played two square. Am I wrong in saying? Well, that? I went to all boys school. So <laughs> yeah, so correct. Talking about boys, sausages and hot dogs are being eaten by a bear. That was great. But also, is that an uncooked hot dog? Because I can't. Yeah, he's eating them uncooked. He's eating them uncooked because he doesn't. He's you know he's not real yet. I mean he's real. What? Let's get into mythos of. Gooby, he is real in this world. Mm-hmm. At what point did you figure out that he was actually like being able to be seen by others? Because it actually took me a lot longer than I should, well, should Ryan, have known. Hear him. Well, Ryan, you did point out the fact that um, you know, magic was involved. We saw that magic thing happen. Yes, I know, that, but that you wasn't know, the film being like an unreliable. No, but you know how there. still in these movies they can still come across as invisible to others. Well, yeah, you're talking about like um the. A beautiful mind kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or kid stuff. And I thought, like, oh, is this what this is going to be? And it took me way too long. I, upon rewatching it just now, it actually mentions it straight out the gate. Like, like yeah. the 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 wife next door says, "I think I saw some kind of bear." And I'm like, whoa. Well, even then, with me, it was like he's making a lot. He makes noises, and people react to them. Yeah, but that's more prominent, like. Yeah, but that kind of stuff in these kind of movies is still, like, a thing that happens, and then it's like... I guess, yeah, they could have had a twist and it's of, always... like, it happened to be windy every time. Yeah, and, but... or, like, it <laughs> does happen, but it also has to happen in a lot of these films, including this, because any time those noises happened, who was in the scene? The main character. We didn't have scenes of the main character... Listen... <laughs> Before Eugene's only been introduced now, right? Gooby's already been introduced, so that's what I'm saying. Like, like in those previous scenes where characters could hear him making noises before Gooby got fully introduced or whatever, the main character's present in those scenes, so it makes sense that noises exist because he's hearing them. But he's not the only one hearing. No, them. that's what I'm saying. But in a movies like this, mm-hmm. that rule of logic can be taken or leaving. Like, so sometimes people can hear ah, them and be like, I "Oh, see. right." So, so Ryan, you were underestimating the film. You thought it was being a typical film, but not an unappreciated masterpiece. Then I saw Eugene Levy 
taking five minutes to put a sandwich down, and I'm like, it is a unique film. For some reason, halfway through you saying his name Eugene, I thought you were going to say Yu-Gi-Oh again. <laughs> Eugene Yu-Gi-Oh, my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> hey, another question. Yeah. In Beyblades, in Pokemon, in Digimon, in, all the in Yu-Gi-Mon, why is there always Yu-Gi-Mon? <laughs> why is said Yu-Gi-Mon. I know. <laughs> why is there always one that's obsessed with bugs? And they're always weird. Because like, like there's always, like, one guy who's obsessed with, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! He's like, I got all the bug cards! And then in Pokemon's like, I got all the bug Pokemon! So it's because like, in Japan, why? catching bugs is a childhood hobby. Yeah, but but why oh, is it yeah. a villainous thing? Because all those ones are villains. Some of them are. All of them are villains. The one in Pokemon's a villain, the one in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!'s it a villain. Wasn't it just someone he fought once? No, because he always hated Misty. Because Misty hates bugs. And he was like, I got you again! They were always villains. Wait, was this a recurring character? Yes. The bug kid. The bug guy. I remember early, there was an early episode <laughs> where a guy was dressed like a samurai and he used a metapod. No, like no, they had metal. a bug guy. They had a bug guy. Same with Yu-Gi-Oh. There's always like bug Wait, ones that, that, that people... Weevil's a dick. But... Yeah, but why are they always... Why are they always the bug guy's dicks in kids' Fun fact, lore? his Japanese name is Insector. I like that better. <laughs> Smells like he's going to inspect you as well. Inspector Insector. That would be great. So, more alluding to it. See, you see the yellow raincoat. Well, I think, I think if anything, really... uh, the new it got inspired by this yeah, one because look at this a decapitated mouse head. Ooh, hello. Why like is that there? Bugs. That yeah, why Just is that there? Bartek? Oh, the, gross. The mouse I didn't head? see that. Um, I suppose <laughs> because <laughs> mice are rodents. Yeah, yeah, but why is it on the roof? Well, be- because, Advertising. Because mice are rodents. No, no, but... but <laughs> it's know? because, Ryan, some people don't know what rodents are. No, no, but what, I'm, you an what I'm saying is, do you think that was attached to the roof like the spider was attached to the front of the car? I'm asking you that as now as a question. What's this about a spider? Did on the, the van, oh, there was a spider, like a giant furry spider, yeah. on the front of the car, like a physical one like that mouse okay. head. Uh, why was the mouse head attached? Well, do you think it was attached to the roof of the car at all? I mean, it must have been, right? Uh, okay, thank you, because I walked into this and I saw that and went, oh, it's a kid's party thing because that's clearly like a costume head of a rat mm. or a mouse and someone just put it on the roof of their car and walked off. <laughs> but then I saw the spider and saw the in- insect thing and here's the question. It was attached to the roof of the car See, this is the real fault of the movie, and I think this is why it went unappreciated. Mm. Is the mouse head is the face of it is pointed to the doors, not the yeah, not forward. Forward. So, so it's only for people driving parallel to this car, going, "Oh, I, if I want to exterminate a rat, I know where to go." It's that one. And also, why was it wearing? Why was it wearing bifocal glasses and a top hat? Mm. Like it's also like got better, it advertised to the kitties. Better hallway vision. That's why. Yeah, you know mice. They have great hallway vision with glasses. Because the, they're blind. He's just for the longest time in this see. movie, I didn't know that he didn't take him to the shed in the first place. The first place he took him, he took him to was like their furnace area. I was wondering. And I thought that was, was the shed. I was like, oh, that's I thought a it shed. Was a garage yeah. Of some sort. Yeah, I thought it was this. But then I thought like, oh, well, people would go to garages. Yeah, I thought, oh, this is it's this little shed. Yeah, where they already established. I guess what this means is they picked a really good spot to 
to indicate the idea of no one goes here because it's a spot that we don't know where it is. Right, That's yeah. fucking great, Bartek. I like that there's three locations that he could have lived in. <laughs> like, but the, the attic, that place, and the shed? That place, yeah. Uh, the attic was not good enough, though, because they thought mice? Mm, I guess because they could hear him? scuffing around up there i think that's i, I guess the shed is further away and then the shed no one goes there that's the reason no one goes there mm. and now he's got a little walkie-talkie did you guys ever have these little radios of walkie-talkies nice. you know, sorry on the topic of no one goes there it's it's interesting that you have this sense of what's common in a place you just moved to Mm. True. It's like no one goes there. We've only lived here for two days. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah, yeah, little does he know that his mum actually goes in there to masturbate. Like little yeah. does he know that. Maybe she's like turning the attic into. Is a, that like, why it's the dream home? Yeah, it's the dream home because she's always on a wank a wank shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wants a wank shed a lot of. Yeah, and she's, she's just like, got, like porn she comes in, in there the and she comes in here and she sees Gooby and she's like, well, oh fuck! I mean. I've scheduled this in, sorry. Like, I'll react after. And just, like, wanks off, finishes, and then he just goes, becomes, Ugh! <laughs> Maybe it becomes, becomes kind the of a bestiality kind of situation. No, she's not a freak. Uh, it's a furry situation, if anything, not bestiality. Uh, because he's not an animal. He's what? a toy. I didn't ask that as a question. I was just saying, I don't know what the, the, the mum's I Like, I said, what? And then judgment. went, I didn't ask that as a question. Um, no, like, <laughs> he's not an animal. <laughs> he's a toy? So it's not bestiality. It's True. um what do you call having sex with objects? Wanking, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Hey look, this kid. Attraction to inanimate objects. Yeah, it's an actual they did like a doctor. Oh, no, I'll say, on it. If it's if it's furniture, I think it's faunophilia. Oh There was one guy who had sex with ice sculptures. I was like, wouldn't that be really cold? Like, cool as yeah, ice. And like <laughs> Oh vanilla ice. <laughs> but like wouldn't that be dangerous? Like what if you stuck to it? Will melt, I guess. No, True. because your cock's warm. Yeah, you just you melt see it what down. I mean. Like, and then if then he's come, the if of... he's come, yeah, then that's warm. But like, I feel like that's just. I like how this kid couldn't see the obvious things. Yeah. <laughs> moaning. <laughs> yes, he I was like the moaning. The subtitles are telling us what's happening. Yes. Oh, no, but the sub- could, subtitles could have indicated the mum in the shed moaning. But like, the mum was him moaning. <laughs> 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 It didn't say who's moaning, it just said moaning. Exactly my point. Like someone was <laughs> and then it in cuts, the And then it cuts, it's like, you don't, it was just Robbie Coltrane from Harry Potter. He is Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> and just then it said indistinct. So what could that mean? See? It in means distance, moaning Myrtle's wanking. It means that they're getting further away from whatever that the moaning was. Okay, can we please talk about Gooby himself as a character and his design? Bartek, would you have seat. owned this toy as a kid? I mean, it is a pretty good scarf, so... Good point. Yeah, he's no Humphrey B. He's no Humphrey B. Bear, but pretty good. Alana, would you have owned this toy? Would this be in your basket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the shaggy fur. I think that's kind of like a nice little like. um, I don't know. It's not like the perfect pristine kind of boring toy. This toy has a bit of character, but the eyes just. I just stare Say. straight into my soul, and I feel like. And that's what sitting, you want in a toy. I feel like I was sitting across the room from me. I might feel very uncomfortable. Like, that's what, what you if wanted? he had sunglasses and you couldn't really Maybe see then, eyes. or like some aviator, like you know, no! goggles. What happens if he had sunglasses of those glass, the glasses of eyes? 
Oh, <laughs> like you mean the like the, the springy ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, those yeah. ones that Homer wears to court to make it look like he's awake. <laughs> I still think I'd be freaked out. I have like a toy of Donkey from Shrek that I bought from, and it terrifies you. Yeah, it like sat oh, in my wardrobe, and he has terrifying. this wide open mouth, and he's like, <laughs> "What about this really guy's mouth? Eyes. Don't you like his little teeth?" Yeah, he kind of reminds me of that one from How- Where the Wild Things Are with the teeth. Yeah, or no, the one from Labyrinth. There's always one in there's always one of the monsters in Where the Wild Things Are that reminds me of the guy who played Norm from Cheers. He looks exactly mm, like him. There's yes. one that looks exactly like Norm from Cheers. I'm like, who Which just, actor is that? He's the fat one. David. Huh? In Cheers, the TV show Cheers? Yeah, but like, what's the actor name? I don't know. Why do you want to know? Because I don't watch Cheers. I don't know. But you know the fat is. one, yeah? Norm. He's the fa- everyone's favourite. He's like, Norm! And they're all like, Norm. I just assume the fat one is Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's Tommy fun DeVito. fact, not in Cheers. Oh, shit. What am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. What the hell shows Dane in? Taxi? <laughs> no, that's not him. That's, that's literally him. He's in Taxi. Yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. You actually don't know what you're talking <laughs> I about. So I don't know what I'm talking about. What's your point of reference? Oh, I don't know. Hey, here he is. Danny DeVito, <laughs> like he's in everything. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like I don't know what you want. Like it's fine. I'll figure is it out. Is it? It's always sunny because they own a bar in that. Mm, maybe. I think Bartek's close to that. And then in the end, she's like, "No, it's Matilda." Oh, I'm like, "Oh, oh. not a not a show then." Okay, fair enough. I love Matilda though. God. I like. Speaking of Matilda, actually, you're linking back all the way back to your bugs. There's Lavender's also kind of obsessed with bugs in that movie. Not yeah. obsessed with, but she's. Is she a villain? No. We don't know. We... It's broken. I feel like it's broken there. Little did we know Lavender was the villain of Matilda. And Miss Trunchable was trying to warn us all. Yeah. Whoa, She's like, I, I, mean to, I mean to kids because I knew there was the chosen evil one. Yeah, the Antichrist. Like the Her name is Lavender. Mm. Oh. I think Japanese kids also have their bugs fight each other. Oh, that's cool. Well, that's yum. Japanese fighting mm. bugs. Mm. Very nice. So, you guys... This bear, Gooby. I think this is one of the best designs for how you could turn a toy into a physical being. being. Mm. You know, like, I think it's one of the best examples of that we've seen in cinema. You know, he's, he looks exactly like the toy, you know, like, like he's, you know, he's very good. And the the mouth always lines up with the dialogue. It's beautiful. And the Mm -hmm. eyes never blink, which is good because do you see toys' eyes always... No, no, a lot of toys' eyes blink. That was... Because I think that blinking did happen in Toy Story. And that always pissed me off in Toy Story, if I'm honest, that they blinked. Because what is is blinking? It's something you do to remove some irritation? It's to keep moisture. Yeah, Yeah. keep moisture, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what do they fucking need that for? It's like, if you're going to do that in Toy Story, you might as well add breathing effects to their chest. I was about to say, yeah. Like, do they get tired when they run? Well, yes, they do, actually. (laughs) Woody gets very tired, remember, when, like, in the final chase scene where he's trying to chase and get on the thing, and he's all like... (sighs) It's like, well, I get it if you're screaming in pain, like, because they can feel pain, Yeah. Yeah, I So suppose. I guess exhaustion... Do they feel hunger? Because they feel sexual attraction. That's true. Potatoes, yeah. And Woody with Bo oh, Peep. That's right, yes. And uh, Buzz with Jesse. No, not Yeah, end of, end of the second film. Oh, Buzz. Yes. Yeah. I keep is. forgetting that. And, and then, Bullseye? Oh, boy. Well, Bullseye's <laughs> Bullseye. like an Slinky animal. Slinky with himself. 
<laughs> Slinky. Cute himself. little bottom. Wheezy Peng with a Wheezy guy. Was I love it? Wheezy. I'm very sad that they just got, re- like, he's one of the ones that, I yeah. guess, died. Or got sold. You know what I mean? That's the equivalent of death. No, but doesn't he sing at the end of the second one? He stays there. No, but I in the third one, yeah, the they're time, like... After time skip. In the third one, they're like, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. it was so sad when Wheezy went... And Bo Peep. And like, RC, I think, was also one. And like, did RC. And I think the binoculars as well. Everyone's oh, favourite character is the binoculars. Actually, <laughs> I actually really like the binoculars as a kid. <laughs> because why did, they yeah, turn, why did they turn a pair of binoculars into a living thing? Didn't he have it's a funny so voice as well? Yeah, but he had little feet. That's I what guys, it's Buzz and Woody! Or something like that. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. That voice, completely different, but it makes me think of, um, what's the dog? Slinky? Yeah, Slinky, sorry. His voice, hello, his voice is like, I'm a smoker. Yeah, he's Jim Varney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) why? But then Jim Varney died. And then they replaced him? In the third one, yeah, it was a different guy. Oh, and now Mr. Potato has, Mr. Potato Head is dead as well. Poor Mr. Potato Head. Well, he was like 95, so it's okay. It's still sad, alright, it's still sad. Yes, everyone, everyone mourns the death of Potato Head. Yeah, okay, well I do, alright. So can we please, please, it's go into go me, into please, please. adventures of Alice in Wonderland Clark. because he what? thinks it's overrated. Oh right, yes. Yeah, we're doing Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we changed movies. I forgot. Yeah, he hates. You are both teachers or studying to be teachers. That's I've got a very important us, question one. in regards to that with this guy. Do you spell everything in all caps when writing on the board? That's really interesting, actually. I have an obsession with writing all headings in capitals, but I don't write normal, like, general direction and stuff in capitals. So, like, titled things. I always do titles in capitals. So, we only see him write the titles. Um, is that fair that he's doing it in all caps? I suppose so. I'm not a chalk person myself, though. So like, I'm not a chalk person. I'm yeah, more of a touchscreen person. Yeah, you know, like, it doesn't take me as long. I say, and, like, hey, kids. My writing's better, so. Hey, kids, I'm so fam. Over right now. Yeah. Uh, Bartek, okay, what about you when you have to write on the board or whatever? Do the, you do. What's your methodology behind it? The few it? times I've done it, I've kind of like tried both. Like I tried lowercase, so I'm like, let's try all capitals. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe all capitals a bit easier to read. Do you. Yeah, what, with With uh, the board, do you bother to do running writing or do you just have it blocks like this guy does right now? He tried to join the E. Oh, a moment ago, and you went, nah, fuck that. Oh, you're you talking about like cursive. Cursive. <laughs> running writing. It's Joint just... writing? Running writing. That's running? What I've never heard that. That's what it's called. It must be a New South Wales thing. Yeah. It's called <laughs> running writing because you're running while you're writing. It's write cursive, it. but here we call it joint, I guess. It's because the words cursive. run together. The letters run together. Sure. Words sure. don't run, Ryan. <laughs> they stay still. Yes, they do. They run if you have animation. This isn't like Toy Story, but Make with a letters. Good point. Yeah, letter story. <laughs> and the first one's just called A. And it's about the fonts. Yeah, and it's, and it's catch... Oh, okay. no, no. Letter A would be voiced by Henry Winkler. <laughs> and it's like his story about how he's trying to get with another letter. Like, yeah, like, what's one of the other Happy Day characters that I could extrapolate a letter from? Arnold. Not another A, but... Yeah. I, have, I never watched Ice Happy Square. Days. Fuck. Ron Howard! He can just get with R and it's also voiced by Ron Howard. Marina, then. Basically what I'm saying is every... Chachi. Chachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, Dad, what's a Chachi? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite Simpsons quotes actually is that. Mom, Dad, what's a Chachi? You never watched Simpsons? No, no, I have, but I just don't generally watch it. I'm not really... No, but like... 
you grew up with it, yeah? Yeah, kind of. I was, just oh. like, I was like, it was like 6 p.m. occasionally watch while dinner's on. It yeah, well, that's like, how everyone watches. It, it wasn't like sit down, but I mean, like I can't quote the Simpsons. Oh, you, then you suck then. Okay, it's Aside fine. from like Lisa needs braces. <laughs> yeah, because that's I'm just not and a, dental plan. Yeah, dental plan. Dental plan. Uh, plan. What's a chachi? Don't know. Dental plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like this is a moment where his acting just really takes off. It just goes that extra level you know i do like that he has genuine anger like you see it in his yeah in his, he's got the red eye in his mouth me. though the way his lips mm. kind of hold together like yeah you can feel it's like very pink lips yeah okay stop being sexist okay you know like this is, no this is a prudish film ryan we're not being sexist yeah we're not we only watch prudish films here like can we, which can is we a weird swedish anything that's film, not pg but... guys please all right can we just... i don't know what this <laughs> film's rating is because this movie has teeth in it later and that's pretty it's scary a horror film, ryan, so, you know. so it's a g <laughs> a Canadian horror no, film. By, yeah, so by Canadian standards, it's like an hour. <laughs> it's an oh sorry. It's a what? Oh sorry. Jeez. No, <laughs> I think they say sorry. Oh, so- oh. I tried to say it like oh. that, and then I was like, "What? I didn't understand <laughs> I you." What is your? So I like Lots. this. My Cookies. favorite narration in the movie was, and then Gooey came up with an amazing plan that changed everything. And it's just like lots and lots of cookies. And I'm like, what's the plan? And now rewatching it, knowing the fate, his plan all along was to get lots and lots of cookies. I like his disguise is to wear sunnies. Hey, oh, he's wearing yeah, sunnies. I didn't even think of that. Now I, now I feel much less afraid of him, actually, now that he's wearing sunnies. I also really like to point out that I think it, it, must, it might be... Rice cakes. Just part of, his, part of his acting just made it really more convincing is that he had to spit out the whole bite of the cookie that he just had. It wasn't a cookie. Exclaiming. Oh, there's Captain I thought Crunch. it was a cookie. What was it? He was eating toothpick food and then he said, ah, spicy. So it must be like something that at least had but some But he didn't spi- spit it out because it was spicy. He spat it out because he now, saw no, I know, but he had but to so, make like, a legitimate excuse. Like everyone the... reacted not like, ooh, that's not weird. That's weird. But like, do you often spit food out if you react like surprised to something? Um, like I feel like I, that happens I, in I, my I, eyes and I'd be like, oh my God, but I'd still eat the food. Sorry, he's reading... Paper towels. <laughs> every time oh, you so see Eugene, I did too. Same. But then I read yeah. it right, and it's like paper towels. I like every time you see him, he's reading whatever it is. Like I see, I think later on he's, he's very reading meticulous. like a pack of nails. He's very meticulous. <laughs> he's reading a pack of nails later. Yeah. Hey guys, do you always like he's the autistic one? Yeah. Hey guys, do you always keep your oats and your muffins and your cat food? I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have. A t- so it's a Canadian thing, but well, you know it has to be a cross. I had a cat for a little while uh, at my previous place, and. I always fed it, you know, muffins. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. And cat, then I like, ate cat food. Because <laughs> yeah. like, because in your house, you keep things as close to each other as they were found in the store, right? Uh, no, obviously. What I... Well, no I went to the pet store. I went to the pet food section, saw muffins there. I'm like, well, that must be muffins. And then I went to the baking section and saw cat food there. And I'm like, well, that's for me, then. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, naturally. I eat cat food. Have you ever put cat food in the oven? Delicious. I've never so I can't say I've tried Well, that. you're fucking idiots then. I only ever oh, gave my cat biscuits. I love this old guy. <laughs> this this 90-year-old man who works as security in the local grocery store. Times are tough. <laughs> yeah, you know, this was during the recession. Mm-hmm. They should have done a movie about the recession affecting small-town Gooby. 
Yeah. And this is where we get to our montage, right? The only montage of mm. the film. I think it's really great that they restrain themselves to to at least 50 minutes into the movie. Like, unlike ben, like Beckham, where it was like, every two seconds, montage. Montage, montage, montage. Montage is short for Montague. I gotta say, I am a huge fan, though, of that Big, Big Fat Lion montage. It's one of my favourite montage scenes. Which one? The There's so uh, many. No, my favourite is the one in the when they go to the in costume the, factory uh, and yeah. they get to try on all the costumes. I love that montage. No, I have fond memories of talking about them. Michelle. I have fond memories of looking at every time Gooby runs away, you see his butt. He's mm. not got hair on his butt. He actually has butt cheeks. He shaves. Well, I don't know. I think he just sits down a lot Maybe, to the point where hair doesn't grow there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, you know when you sit down, Alana, yeah, and you notice that your cheeks. hair doesn't yeah, grow out of your ass, but it grows out of the other places that you don't right. sit, like... Your legs, your chest, your arms. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Every time <laughs> it grows everywhere. Every time we get face. That, I am, I am actually. I look like Gooby. Like you can't see. It's right really now, but weird because I didn't want to say it, but I didn't actually get Alana on the show. I got Gooby himself yeah. right here. We meant to give it away until the end. Sorry, oh, it's guys. supposed to be a surprise, Gooby. Hallelujah! Can you here. please explain why your gummy bears as well as a toy? Uh, well, look, everyone's going to make money somehow, and uh, I figured as well as being a children's, you know, like, f- special friend, I, I really did need to invest something, you know, so I didn't have to live in attics and basements. So, yeah, caught up with mate who did... Or the did, third uh, place. Yeah, or the third place, the, the, the secret third place we're going to talk about. Yeah, the, caught up with mate who did, uh, yeah. did uh, lollies, made lollies, and uh, we just gummies. kind of struck a deal. And, gummies, gummies. Yeah, yeah, well, that's we came up with the gummies based on me, my appearance. And that's kind of where... Gooby it chews. So, yeah, Gooby Almost chews. like Scooby snacks. Yeah, so, and like in this bit, I kind of didn't actually anticipate seeing my gummies in the store, so I had to pretend it was the first time I'd seen them, you know, to throw off the kid, because I didn't want him to I <laughs> realise really, I was actually yeah, Gooby like Gooby and a, Scooby does rhyme. Mm, mm, I, I really like the fact... Yeah, I've got Gooby snacks as well. That's my other investment. <laughs> oh, that's a nice shot. <laughs> I also have, yeah, flying powers. Whoop. <laughs> For a long time in this movie, I was trying to figure out what's on his side. I was just realizing And that. it's a tag, because he's a toy. Mm. It's disappeared now, though. No, it's on the other side. Because actually, that scene that I just pointed to when that was... It was actually oh, on the wrong hey. side. For the rest of the... For all of the movie, basically, it's on his left-hand side. And that one was on his right-hand side Cheeky. for no apparent reason. Oh, are you all right, young man? Yeah, he's the youngest man I know. <laughs> I also definitely have noticed the uh, very clear wax strip of where Eugene has actually tried to separate two eyebrows. Well, he only had, he only is an eyebrow. Like, mm. Eugene, see the rest of that body? That's also waxed to look mm. like a face and a body. He's just an he's eyebrow. Just, he's also one of my friends. He's also Gooby. Well, Eugene is not your friend because he Luby. wants to <laughs> use Eugene you. Eugene Loopy. Now, Bartek, this is the part of the film I really wanted to get your opinion on. Okay. When you saw this moment here where you hear the dads cancelling out and you see him in a spaceman outfit, did you know instantly why and what the context of what was happening is? Like, like why was he in a spaceman outfit? Like, what's happening? Did you figure it out quickly or did, did you not know? I did not notice <laughs> the spaceman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on the stairs listening. He's like, you're letting him down again. He's like, why is he in his spaceman outfit? I went, oh, it must spaceman. be Halloween. And then That's my girlfriend spaceman. said, don't be silly. They would have introduced that element. And then it's like, it's, oh, thank God, it's October 31st. And I'm like, I fucking knew it because this is no joke. Yeah. When they exited the store... 
the kid grabbed a pumpkin that was casually sitting in a shopping trolley and put it down. And I said, why was that pumpkin there? And then that was my reasoning for why it must be Halloween, because you don't just have pumpkins. I've got a really good thing to interject as well. The, uh, the script writers have obviously thought this as well and tried to drop a couple of Easter eggs because before well, the... It's Halloween, not Easter. Ooh. You make a good point. They're is trying it, to drop a is couple it the, of pumpkins. Is it the grandmother's tower? The grandmother tower? The film uh, behind? It's not what I was going to say. But before, on the uh, in the shopping centre, the speaker did actually say, we've got some ghoulish specials. Ooh. Oh, I thought they were just saying that. I thought they were just saying that because they saw Gooby. Mm, well, <laughs> maybe. But maybe. Dropping hints. Halloween's Drop coming. Hint. And speaking, Dad's of, bail on speaking of Halloween being scary. Yeah, we're talking about Wait. this scene. Where the bully... Oh, oh hello. far out. And you can really tell they had access to really great CGI equipment for this. That wasn't that... CG. No, you're kidding. That was actually real teeth. You are kidding. They oh, that's got just those... incredible. They found those. Weirdly enough, Robbie brought them to the set himself. Oh, man. Wow, he's such a method actor. Like, I well, do you reckon he wore them around? He like... did do meth. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is that what inspired the teeth? Or... That's why he's not in Harry Potter enough. He was just oh. too busy being like... Is that ah! Daniel, do meth. And Daniel Radcliffe was like, no. And then you hear a little voice in the background going, I'll do it. He's like, ah, Rupert, I knew you would join me, you fucking drug-addled cunt. And then he was like, get in my ice cream truck and watch my career fade away. And that's it. Yeah. Isn't it weird that... This kid is a spitting image of one of my students. Sorry, just to... He's hot too, though. No, that's weird. My student is (laughs) a year seven. Um, I like how you got really like <laughs> conservative Australian there. Nah, nah, that's weird. That's oh, weird I'm not up say. for that. Oh yeah, oh, these guys are like I'm year five. British, remember? All right. They are year sixes, aren't they? No, no, if he's they're 11, older than they're him. Grade five. They're the yeah. same class. No, they're still older because no, because you can have classes where didn't you have classes where it's like five six? No. no. Oh, you'd, wait, you didn't have that in primary school? I no. like all the movies that are. Shot oh, we had that. Room. We had that. We had like classes that were like. Year one, two. Year three, four. Year five, six, like, as a class. No, we didn't have Yeah, they have. They, they could possibly... I like this guy. Yeah, he was very menacing. Very menacing. Like, I like, actually... I really like that they all wear tuxedos as a uniform at the cinema. Well, actually, he's not working with the cinema. He's just some guy on a Halloween thing going, I've always wanted to trick kids at the cinema. Wow, what a great idea. But then he actually he, started oh. working there, and he's like, no, I've got a moral compass now. You know who he looks like? One of my favourite Australian actors, the guy that plays one of the dads in Puberty Blues for the life of me. Yes, you know he does look guy? like that actor. I know name? him from... I think he played a character in one of the Underbellies. Yes. He played, yes. like, a corrupt cop. In Squizzy? No. No, I thought he was in the Golden Mile. Maybe. As a corrupt cop. Maybe. Otherwise, that's not the Australian actor. There's only one Australian actor that appears in fucking unappreciated masterpieces, and that's Brian Brown. Who's that guy? What about Anthony LaPaglia? And what about Jeffrey Rush? (laughs) You don't know Brian (laughs) Brown? It doesn't ring a bell. What's he in? Oh, he's in fucking everything. He's in the film Cocktails with Tom Cruise. That's an American one. Um, he's in everything. He was in Gods of Egypt. No, I haven't seen that either. He was <laughs> literally listening to Gods of Egypt and said, I like list off his entire career. I'm like, Brian Brown is in this, this, and this. He's All in right. everything as IMDb. Brian Brown. You, is, it, is this the part of the movie where we all realize the message? That, that the bear wants to re- uh, procreate? 
Is you you want to say that one again? You wanna, the, the bear, bear wants, wants to, to reprocreate. <laughs> he does. He just said, I like being your dad. He is wants to be a dad. Is reprocreate even the right word? What? Is Re- reprocreate even the right word? I suppose if you look at the English language from a scientific <laughs> point of view, you could say that the re means to do something again and procreate is, you know, procreating. So you would want to procreate again. Yeah. So I suppose from a scientific point of view, we could say yes, but from a common uh, <laughs> vernacular, possibly not as much. I can't well, wait I to use that for when you pull me up on something I say wrong later, where yeah. you're like, I can't wait to use that terminology for when I say something wrong <laughs> later in the show. Like when I say like, he can't not do Asperges. that. Asperger's? Yeah, yeah. He can't... When I say something like, he can't not do that, you'll be like, it, you don't need to do that. And I'll be like, from scientifically, from the standpoint, like, <laughs> the English language, like, what I'm saying is this. But from the common everyday kind of vernacular, like, yeah, it's wrong, but science, guys? Were you actually following what I was saying? I did actually. <laughs> I was like, I'm just saying, and I can't was, wait to use it later. That was, of course, my intention that he did, that does actually The thing about Lana is she doesn't do maths, but science. Yeah, I was talking from a scientific well, perspective. Also, so, fun yeah. fact, Polish does not have double negative. So I'm right. In Polish. Well, we were talking about English. You don't know what I'm talking about. You, Never. <laughs> you know, no. Hey, you know what I love about America? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you were talking about the message of that scene, Ryan. The message was what a lot of said. Oh, heads up. Wait, hey. Hold on, hold on. What's this scene? Bartek, yeah. could you explain what happens here? Yeah. I want you to explain that's... to Alana, because what? Alana is a genius, and she's got so many questions already. I want you to explain that's that scene a... where the, the soccer ball is heading towards the kid. In a lob. Okay, so at this point, watching for the first time, cut away the viewer would assume that he pushed the kid out of the way and the ball hit him on the head that's fair enough to assume right well i actually was going to say my assumption was that the ball came like a, in a lob he pushed the kid out of the way and then went to kick it and try and be a real smart ass and he kicked it into the kid also oh, he okay he wanted to oh. like he was like attain the ball it. for the purposes <laughs> of the game can i just yeah. point out at this Kicked point, Alana the... thinks the main character kid is now some arrogant asshole. No, he just he's gotten into the popular crowd, and now he's like, "All right, I have to show myself that I, I have to show that." I'm, I'm glad good. they showed that in a cutscene. Yeah, Alana. No, no, well, it's also because he's not trained. So, Bartek, you were still so, yeah. explaining. There's still more to explain of what happened. Yeah, so that's and that's pro. That's what the audio. Uh, sorry, that's what the film kind of leads you to believe. Um, but then, as we learn later on. It still hit the kid that he shoved out of the way. To the point of... To the point of being sent to the infirmary for... For... A head injury. A head injury, yeah, because of the ball. Yeah. but And it also meant that the witness, our main character, Willie, had to stay in the infirmary and get a phone call... Yeah. To his home. So it must have been pretty bad. <laughs> and Dad happened to be home, by the way, so that's nice. The only thing you could maybe ascertain from that is that when in pushing him out of the way, the head injury actually was caused by something else. Well, like, that's funny because later on the kid on actually there. says he got hit in the head by the ball. And, oh. and I had the ball. Well, then I'm sticking with the story that he kicked the ball, <laughs> not with malicious intent, like to try and score a goal, smacked the kid in the head really hard, and the kid went down like a ton of bricks. He went That's like a uh, ton of goobies. Now, my favorite part of this is this is so like Northern America because it's like they have no idea what soccer is. It's like, oh no, he can't like headbutt, he can't head the ball. Like in their world, 
a soccer ball hitting you in the head is like a head injury status <laughs> thing. It's not like it's not like a fucking netball. It's not like he's throwing a fucking like basketball, yeah. basketball in his head. <laughs> like, yeah, like people mean? hit the. That's what's, a part what's, of, what's the term for it? Header. Header. Yeah. They head the ball. It's. It's such a good technique. Mm. Soccer, you can use every part of you except for basically your arms if you're not the goalie. I would actually go out on a limb and say yeah. I think the guy we're about to see in a second Gooby. potentially also my favourite from this film. Well, he's already appeared in the film. Not Gooby, you numb knuckle. I'm, I know the who you're The guy operating talking. the crane. Yeah, but yeah. he's already appeared in the film. Look at him. Look at that fear in his face. You've seen him already in the film. Do, I just... you, do you remember when we seen him before? Nope. He was in the scene where other people saw Gooby. He was so the truck. Just... He was a truck driver. He was driving a construction truck and saw Gooby well, fly across with Eugene. So it's a nice like. Can you imagine this guy's story about like Eugene's like figured it out already? Like he's already heard the gift, but then this guy sees it at his work and is like. For him, this is the horror movie. Mm. He's like, oh, Jesus, it's coming after me, boss. <laughs> it's coming after me, that man. That scene also reminded me of Baby's Day Out. Oh I also God, wrote I that, that down. Movie. Yeah, big, you should listen to our commentary on it because we also loved it. Oh but Lana, if you, like, if you love big Baby's case. Day Out, I've got a really important question. I already question. mentioned Oliver in this episode. He was I'm, our guest for that. I've got a really important <laughs> question for you if you like Baby's Day Out. Hit me. The baby oh. <laughs> who grew, he grew up. Ryan. She's prudish, remember? Yeah, I know, but she liked Baby's Day Out, so this still applies. The baby grew up to be really fucking hot. Like, really hot. The question I asked uh, the guest, (laughs) and the question I asked uh, uh, Bartek and myself was, would you fuck that baby? (laughs) That's a really uh, tough, tough question. You could say hard. What? (laughs) Yeah, a hard question. I don't actually remember. Wait, when do you see the baby get hot? In real life. In real life, you got it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've not seen it. Well, oh. no, but There's I can't. twins, right? Yeah, but one of them got really hot. Oh, I want to see what they look and like. And it's just like... I, I can't make it. it's like, would you fuck that baby? Can't make a judgment without seeing the current uh, twin. But uh, you twin. could still say yes, Hell because baby. it wouldn't be weird, because I would have been a baby at the same time that this baby was a baby. That's, oh! that's jumping into a completely different argument for this show. What? On our show, oh, for those so who haven't bad. listened before, that's the exact same argument I used for the fact that I want to still have, like, I still have sexual feelings towards Kira Knightley in the film Bend It Like Beckham, the film where oh she's God. 16 years old. Because you were that age I, time. I was younger. Me so, when Peter Pan came out, I was like 13. And I so. said, that's the same for a lot of people with Harry Potter. It's like, at what age is it okay for you to want to, like, have sexual feelings towards, like... Emma Watson or Danny Radcliffe and I said like for me it's Goblet of Fire and then I got into a big shitstorm with people like she's 15 in that movie Ryan and I'm like yeah but I was like 13 yeah so like, like it's not no it's at the time at that time in my and that's life. a lie anyway because I never I've never really found I said this on time it's a lie because I don't I never really found her to be that attractive for me personally I'm like she's yeah. fine yeah I never found anyone yeah, to be like hugely I never found anyone in the Harry Potter cast to be that wowsers to be honest I'm like okay they're nah, cool nah actually wait I can counter that um, of the, the girls gu- no in the second Maggie one Smith. the guy who plays <laughs> the guy who plays Tom Riddle he's no, no, oh. my goals I've brought that up on the show too. No, I'm like really? the Tom Riddle guy. You just want to fuck that oh guy. Oh my god, so bad. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who walks in and is like, I'm down to fuck. And so is Robbie Coltrane in this movie. Just, I am the past, present, and future. That guy. No, Robbie Coltrane Such didn't say that line. No, that was <laughs> Tom, Tom Riddle. Riddle. He did interact with that character. Tom Marvolo well, no, Riddle. When he was young. So. Yes, oh, okay. when they find out Hagrid. And it was some like, footballer. Expelled. 
Hold on, guys. Sorry, I'm getting uh, sidetracked. You're getting sidetracked. A sexy tongue riddle. This Although, is even a something world... about Voldemort is attractive. This like, is... Well, it's Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Well, the find, first, the Ray second Fiennes. one was, yeah. I find Ray Fiennes attractive yeah, as a Nazi. Like, uh... Yes, there's been like... How many... There was a few Voldemort. There was a couple of Voldemorts, I guess. I mean, yeah. there was the first, first was bit... movie, then there was Young Guy. And then... And Teenage Guy from the sixth one. I love that guy. Oh, yeah, that's It's right. like, I can make them hurt, but... that one. I love him. Kid Voldemort. That was a good interpretation uh, of that actor. Maybe. I can make him hurt. It's a fair bit. Um, I will break you now. I will, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren should be Voldemort. I will have to break you. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine Dolph Lundgren as Dumbledore? <laughs> he's standing there and he's like, so there goes like, you know, um, Snape and he's like, I will have to break you. And and, and still, it's still, still Snape, still unrecommended. He's just like, Okay. <laughs> he has no idea. He's like, I've also been in action films. I know how to handle myself. Sorry, I was just really invested in this emotional moment of the of it Gooby. It is a sad scene. Oh, Gooby's little eyebrows with his eyes that don't blink. Like, well, they don't blink because he's a toy. We've already yeah, we've gone over this. this. Toy Story fucked up on that I one. I wasn't making a judgment about his blinking eyes. I was just stating the fact that his eyes don't blink. Well, I'm judging you. On oh, your judgments. <laughs> I am surprise face emoji. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately this scene didn't have... <laughs> didn't really have that much interesting IMDB trivia. It had two pieces of trivia, both of which was this podcast covered this. And I hope the next trivia piece of that is, we covered it. There was a podcast with famous actress Alana Summers. Hey! Yeah. Actress? <laughs> you mean womb ghost? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I am Gooby, which therefore means I am a famous actor. No, he's but it's not acting if it's a bio. I am Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling here. You are the Gooby. <laughs> the Gooby. The <laughs> would, one true Wouldn't it be great? I've always thought about this. How weird movies would be, or books or whatever, if you replaced it, like, this was just called Gooby there, but if you put the in front of it, it had the so Gooby. much, it, it's like, it's so intense, like, the Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, the Harry Potter, you know, mm-hmm. like, but they're all the, aren't they? The Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. No, it's just Harry Potter. Well, no, no, it's Chamber Harry Potter and the... Yeah. Oh, okay. The Harry Potter <laughs> and the Chamber of Secrets. The Harry Potter and the. If that, were true, if that were true, then the fifth one would have three thus. Yeah, true. The Harry Potter and the and Order the, of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, I like how he was like, actually, oh, I'm not too sure. Like, no, you know, no, you're no. questioning it. Oh, just no, I'm not related to that. The Black Hawk Down. Well, I was thinking Spy Kids, the movie Spy Kids. The, the Spy, Spy Kids. Kids actually kind of sounds legit. Like, that sounds pretty. It's dramatically that. correct. The yeah. Spy Kids. The Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> The Sophie's Choice. (laughs) (laughs) The American Pie. (laughs) The Gooby. I'm trying to just think of really The Big Fat Liar. (laughs) I think another big thing for me was there's something on the internet that Gooby relates to far more than this film, which really takes up all the internet searches. You already mentioned Gobbies. (laughs) No, I'm talking about actually Gooby, like G-O-O-B-Y. Oh, it's that it's that uh, very uh, very dirty meme with the uh, Dolan <laughs> Duck. <laughs> what? Have you not heard of Dolan Duck? No, explain me. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Alana's an expert on the memes. Meme Lord. No, I'm actually. I'm <laughs> you really... don't know Dolan Duck? Yeah, totally. It's a meme with a um a doll, 
and a duck, and they're doing something really sus. I don't want to say it live because I'm prudish, so, you know. Even I, I don't even know what the meme is, but I know that he's clearly, it's like some weird Donald Duck yes. kind of meme, but you went doll and a duck. <laughs> yeah, well, it, oh, it must be a different meme. Sorry, I'm just, I've got so many memes up in here. Like, it's really hard to decipher which which one you're wanting to look at. But yeah, of course, yeah, the Donald Duck one, yeah. She's got a meme video there. Yeah, sorry. It's kind of like a meme library. It just flicks through things. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones that, like, <laughs> uses bad grammar, so it's like, instead of Donald Duck, it's Dolan Duck. Instead of Goofy, it's Gooby. <laughs> instead of Spider-Man, it's Spooderman. Don't ask me why he's part of I it. I love Spooderman. <laughs> That's great. Um, this is a great YouTube series. Is it the one series. with the weird, like, oh, sorry. Bags Bonnie... Oh yeah, were well, you I gonna? I can't remember what Daffy. No, called. when I think of like Spider Man, like misspelled, I think of those what Spider Man. Oh, I don't know if it is. It's the ones with like his head looks like a sock. Yeah. Is that really great one that's, about Uncle that's Ben? That's the one. The is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's what it's from. Uh. That's the art style of it. They're like very yeah. deformed. Yeah, I love those memes. I do actually know the memes. We, we knew this. You just didn't have it in your yeah, back catalogue of yeah, memeopedia. Yeah. In her meme video of Gooby, it says, a Canadian horror film. Mm. <laughs> it says, a Canadian horror film that involves a young 11-year-old autistic, autistic boy and a Bartek. I'm really, like, where did the autistic in- Well, it's from? because the kid has a very um, social, uh, high form of social anxiety, no interpersonal skills, still sees imaginary friends at the age of <laughs> All right, 12. Yeah, you've made some good arguments there. Um, to, that like, haircut. Then, uh, um, that's the best one. So I will be honest, like, even though it could come across on the Wikipedia as like, oh, a joke, someone's calling this kid autistic, I did sort of get, like, where they were coming from well, with his character. You know, it, it's not canon, though. I know, know? it's not like, canon. So that means it's, it's not just real. Vibes. Just because, even if the author came out and said yes, you know, Dumbledore is gay, but you didn't write that in the book, sorry! Well, there you what's go. What's the problem with that? <laughs> not... I hate that when the I author don't comes. Hate it. Well, come on. At least nah. with J.K. Rowling. No, in all fairness, J.K. Rowling has been blown so much shit out of her ass nah, about but... things that she's like, yeah, I totally meant that to be the case. It's like, it's, it's no, like... you didn't. You fucking liar. No, but... She's got in so much trouble for just bullshitting her way def- through nah. all that kind of shit. There is definitely when you reread all the stuff between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. There is oh. definitely. There is definitely. Yeah, but you know, but, hints but, but you know that that's a romantic. But do you think? Do you think if the author didn't come out after fans had already, already... Didn't someone ask her? Yes. That? If the if the fan base didn't already theorize that and then the, said to the author with the biggest uh, ego in the world, do you think... Not prompted, would she say it? Would you say that yes. if you weren't prompted? Okay, so you're saying I if J.K. Rowling never... Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you when you were a yeah. small child? You're like Dumbledore likes dick. Uh, no, thank you. I didn't. I read the like the last Harry Potter's. I read when I was in high school. So oh, so early when, high school. But early. I I still got the vibes that Dumbledore. Well, he because he's never with anyone. There's never any suggestion that he has been with anyone. And then when Grindelwald comes around, it's like the most important. So person in his life. is McGonagall gay? I don't know. I don't. There's no. I don't ever ha- like get. Introduced to a previous person that's been like the biggest person in her life, or like the most important person in her life. In Dumbledore. So I don't know. Dumbledore is pretty well, big in her life. That doesn't indicate that she's gay, then. Isn't well, that yeah, a yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like you put logic where you want it. I think there was a. Well, thing then of... maybe there is something between her and Dumbledore. I don't know. I just definitely get vibes with Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I think she had a quote about Hagrid that like, 
I think someone yeah, asked Yeah, gay. Her, there you go. No, someone <laughs> I think someone asked her like, "Oh, bestiality. Did you. Hagrid ever get with anyone?" And she was like, "Oh, he he dated someone, but it didn't work out. He dated a giantess, but it didn't work out." Yeah. Also, like, uh I feel like that would not be a bad thing because there's never been any other character in the entire Harry Potter series that was gay. Uh, okay, fan Qu- art would say otherwise. Okay, guess, yeah. Quirrell was totally straight. <laughs> Quirrell was insane. He was. You, you I like how I like how that. I like I like how that that changes it. Like like I go yeah yeah yeah. Quirrell was totally straight, and then you just defense was. He was totally insane. It's yeah, different. No, my point of that is I don't give a shit about Quirrell. Like I give a shit oh, about Dumbledore. It's oh, nice to have one of the characters oh, that you actually isn't it, like. Wait, wait. Isn't it interesting that you use that as your defense, though? Like, oh, because I personally didn't like that character, I don't agree with that point of view. What happens if I don't like Dumbledore? Does that make it okay for me to say that you're wrong? I don't understand your argument. I'm very So what you're arguing right now is me saying... Could Quirrell, Quirrell could most likely be gay, and you're Quirrell like, I don't care. Yeah, but no, but you just said, I don't care because he's insane, and I don't like that character. I only care about the characters I like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, if I come in here and be like, I don't like me, that Dumbledore, so he ain't gay. My point is that none of the the characters that you actually grow, like, that you actually care for are gay, so it's nice that one of them You do care about Quirrell because you hate him. That's not someone that you invest time in. He's in there for literally one movie and you hate him. Yeah, but he's a villain. But you know what I mean? Like, you still invest some feelings. Yeah, so he definitely... He's like a stuttering gay, guy. Like, soft-spoken. So it's like, oh, I'm not going to hate this guy. He's I... And also, didn't J.K. Rowling said that she always pictured Dumbledore as gay? She didn't say he is. I'm fairly sure when she came out, she said, I've Just always pictured Dumbledore as gay. Fucking write it then. Why? Just put it in there. Because Why? Because... Because oh yeah, the one thing about you don't J.K. Have to be uh, hold on, the one oh, doesn't have to be something oh, hold that's on, said. Hold on, so you're telling me the one thing I always oh, yeah when I walked away from Harry Potter, I always thought you know Harry Potter, she never put enough detail and she was always very stingy with details about fucking everything. She's like Tolkien. It's like everything needs to be a fucking explained up the wazoo to the point where she writes a stage play that's just fucking fan fiction that ruins everything. There you go. See, I've I've thought about this. I okay. fucking yeah, fucking thought about this. Well, Harry Potter fans, they think about everything. You've seen all the posts online. It's like, what would all the Hogwarts houses do for this? And mm. it's always like, oh, the Gryffindors are party dudes with that are really dumb and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's, that's what I, that's the vibe I got from the Gryffindors in the story. Yeah, they sound like jerks. Yeah. You're right. They're very jockey. Uh, see, this is like the Not third. Jockeys, but this jocks. is a third Harry Potter debate I've had on this show, and the other, and I can't even remember what the second it one count was. Count as a debate when it's just you. <laughs> you are arguing with me. Yeah. See, it's very odd. I was, I was actually surprisingly sitting out on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're just not as. I think you're. I think you're invested in both parties on this because you seem to be like, yeah, I don't like it when non-canon things are accepted as canon, but then Alana's making points. I'm just. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't understand why. Why you? Honestly, I'm not bothered by any of it though. I just think about like, oh, there are so many Harry Potter fans that are really obsessed with this stuff, and I just wonder how they would respond if they were here. Well, I don't care. If my my problem is with that kind of thing, right? My problem is, I'm not saying my problem is that Dumbledore is gay or isn't gay. My problem is if you're putting that there as the author, put it in there. Just actually, don't don't come out afterwards after fans have said this is what I think it is and be like, yeah, that's totally what I meant. It's there all along. If but you really want to, that's what she meant. She said that's what I. I, I think what Ryan felt about. I think what Ryan Dumbledore. was getting at was that he, if she had to come out and say it, uh, have it be said unprompted. Yes. 
Because but she might have thought that the entire time. Yes, but don't sigh. It's you know, I think, do you I know think what Ryan saying? just doesn't. He doesn't like yeah, the fact that it was only brought out because it was prompted. It feels sus. It feels sus. Like, well, no, like, it does. It does. It feels very. Um, it feels very evil. There's, there's not, not evil, but like there's less integrity if it was. Yeah, prompted. I just don't understand what it like what it affects that Dumbledore is gay. No, no, you're not paying attention. I don't care that he's gay or not. I'm not. Uh, it, what I'm saying is, with these yeah, kind of I mean, things, even if she can't, even if it was because of fans. Wanting no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, it. make it no. Like if you're going to put, what I'm saying is, with these kind of stories, it doesn't matter if it's a sexuality thing. It could be like, oh, we theorize from this character's backstory that they're such and such as father. Blah blah blah. Any of those kind of things, and then the author of the thing that didn't actually put that in the thing goes, yeah, that's right meant that all along don't like that just put it when there does she, when does she put in, the movie, in, the, in, the, in the books be like okay Harry is straight when does she do that well, he gets like in she a, insinuates he gets that in a heterosexual relationship yeah but one. she doesn't do that for any of the other teachers that the teachers are straight um, so Snape? why would you just naturally assume that they are all straight Snape straight okay, one, yeah one person you just literally just you gave me I literally just gave you one example and you're like but okay just the, one this is the, where the slippery slope begins Hagrid like that one woman from the other school but all that they are are just like a person that they care about she doesn't explicitly be like they are straight she talks about how Dumbledore and Grindelwald are like super close and in, in like have a really strong yeah, relationship no no what I'm saying is but no no insinuate listen for a second. I get all that. I think but we the should problem... talk about the movie. No. We're yeah. on this now. Yeah, Because nah, nah, Gooby nah, is involved. My problem with it is, it's not that necessarily he's gay. It's also the fact that with that conversation comes with this whole, like, characterization that of Dumbledore that wasn't actually in the books themselves. It's like, of course... This is the Dumbledore now. This piece of information when, becomes, when he comes out as gay. Or so whatever. you're telling me that there's no Harry Potter fan that found out when Dumbledore was announced to be gay by the author that their whole perception of the character completely changed to a point of view. Why? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. The, <laughs> Why would it completely change your whole perception of Dumbledore? Because humans work in that way when a piece of information about a person yeah, like, or a character is revealed to them, their perceptions sexu- of them change. But what does his sexuality affect, like his personality? That doesn't affect anything not- or what he does. No, but for people it does, though. Like, I'm not saying that's a logical thing. Okay. People aren't logical. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- like, if someone made a fan fiction, would they now edit it to, like, fit that information? Yes. But they would have done that in the first And also, it's that thing I hate with a lot of the um, gay character tropes is, oh, that explains why Dumbledore was such an introvert and sensitive. That is a no, massive that's, generalization. No, but that's what a lot of Harry Potter fans, that's what a lot of the people get from, well, from okay, that they information. If you think that, then that doesn't mean it's true. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's exactly the point I'm saying. It's like, it wasn't in the source material necessarily. Like, this means this. Well, so this don't think that. that he is gay, then. You hmm? don't have to think that he is. No, no, With Harry Potter, though, it's written. kind of hard to put things aside, right? Cause yes, I'm not yeah. arguing. I'm not necessarily caring about the fact that he's gay or not. I'm more caring about the fact that the author... How it was brought about. How it was brought about, but also it feels like an afterthought inserted in later due to popular theorization of the source material. It's like people being like, oh yeah, I think Hamlet's gay. And then Shakespeare's like, totes, I'm a genius. I meant it like that. And if you go back and read it, 
You could find that in there. But she didn't say he is Hamlet? gay. No. She said that's the way that she's always read the character, the way that she's always seen the character. So you can't say that she's coming out and saying that she's changing her entire book. No. But that way of saying that is basically saying yes. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not saying yes. It's saying that's what I believe about the character. Ah. <laughs> we'll see how fantastic beasts deal with it then, shall we? Okay. <laughs> because sure, that's also will. that's also a thing that's happening. Double walking out of a gay club? Oh, isn't it like <laughs> fucking Jude Law? I don't know. He's going to be new Grindelwald. Oh, no, Jude Law's Dumbledore. Oh fuck, Dumbledore! Sorry. Grindelwald is fucking douchebag. Johnny Depp. No, but not the young one. Ah, good. <laughs> because. Johnny Depp plays old Grindelwald, Grindelwald yeah. who should have just remained Colin yeah, Farrell maybe, maybe the entire just, time. Oh, I totally agree. But maybe they'll just pull her like the Pirates of the Caribbean and just make his face look young. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that makes their face look young. No, because they just like everyone wants to have a circle joke about how good Johnny Depp is. So. I don't. <laughs> I, Alana, I don't mean to come across. I don't mean any of that. It's just like it's, it's, it's did just say words. I didn't say any of that. Yeah, I don't I mean any of that, that to come across as like homophobic or anything. It's like what I'm saying is, it, say if the author of Gooby came out. And said, yeah, you know, a lot of people theorize that um, Gooby himself was actually God all along. Yeah, that's, yeah, you know, like, that's how I feel about, yeah, when I thought, that's how I feel about Gooby. Would you walk away from that being like, well, Gooby's not God then? Because, well, the author of the material said that he felt that way. About I, it. That means it's not God. So I suppose or it to... is. You know, like when, you, when you're given that information that the author of this material says Gooby's God, in that way, would you walk away being like, well, that he is God or isn't? I don't know. It would, it would depend on how I'd read the read the material before. If I already had thought it was God, it would affirm, I guess, to me that it was God. But if I vehemently disagreed, I probably wouldn't care. I, I think a good way to summarize Ryan's argument with this whole like, I lesson. Understand the argument. I'm not... Well, just for listening people who might still be confused, a way to summarise it with the whole integrity thing, it's like, it was prompted, she said yes, bad integrity. But if she released the final book and then she had a press conference and she just said, by the way, Dumbledore's gay, it's anticlimactic, but there's integrity there because it wasn't prompted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an, yeah. It just feels like an afterthought. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. It feels less progressive. Sure. You, yes, you you look yeah. like you're hating me right now because no, I'm bad mouthing your goddess. Not, no, I don't care that you're bad mouthing J.K. Rowling. That's not. She is trash. <laughs> okay, all right. Did you not see the fantastic piece of where to find them? She didn't direct the film. She wrote it. Oh yeah. And it was trash. <laughs> Wait, it was trash. I thought it was. Good. I liked it. I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard it. It was trash. Was it? I thought you liked. Okay. I liked how but trashy it was. You believe that things are subjective, though. Everything is only how you see things. Uh, that, that, that film literally ended with everybody forgets because magic. That's trash. <laughs> like that's literal garbage being poured into your eyes. Once you deduce I, that, I really death has no meaning. Huh? I really liked the movie. I liked Colin Farrell, and that was about it. Fair enough. And the nomad guy. Yeah, he was funny. I that guy. That's a film for another time. This film has a main... Should we do it on the show? This film has a... <laughs> I feel a ma- like it's not appreciated, though. It fucking ain't appreciated. 
Not by this cynic. <laughs> yes, I've, I've unlike, got that. Unlike the film Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Gooby actually does have a main character. Oh my god, we've gotten back somehow. How did this happen? Well, it's because... That's when he got back home. Because <laughs> he, he got back home. <laughs> that part of the movie is really boring, so I decided to just... <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. Every part of Don't this Don't be movie rude is. to this unappreciated masterpiece. This yeah. was a goob-tastic Have film. Have we ever figured out what this guy's from? Because it's pissing me off. I know what he's from. Oh, I'll tell well, you I later. I don't know. What is it? You're going to find out. CSI. No! You already said that, didn't I you? said NCIS. Oh, I'm sorry. They're the same. I don't nah, know. Nah, they're different. Yeah, one's got a goth um, chick. One's got numbers. A no. Uh, it's it's definitely a crime show. No, It's kinda? not a crime show? I guess. Castle. No. No. You're thinking... Criminal Minds. Here's the thing. You're thinking in a certain decade that it's not the one. Oh, oh, Jag! He's from Jag! (laughs) Well, we'll find out later, won't we? Oh, that was driving me nuts. Do you... I knew I recognised that guy. Do we even know what Jag stands for? Mm -hmm. Just a girl. (laughs) Jets and guns. drama about being a woman. No, I'm kidding. Jets and guns. Yeah, cool, I knew that. Jack and Gil. I actually don't know what Jack stands for. It always just was about planes, wasn't it? It's like they're air police. J- oh, I can't think of any other funny acronyms. I okay, it was Jag, and here's the thing. Grapes. Here's what <laughs> I want to. I I wanted to raise this with the review, but I'm going to raise it now. Who actually in the real world was actually an actual fan of <laughs> Jag? Oh, know. from scientifically. <laughs> Scientifically, when I said actually a lot, it, it was actually okay. But from oh, like, right. a grammatical from perspective, a grammatical perspective <laughs> it wasn't. Cool. But who in the real world was actually a fan of Jag? Like, yeah, who are those people I... who sat down and <laughs> let that show run for Jag... eight, for nine seasons? I feel like Jag to me was like the equivalent of like uh, Bold and the Beautiful, like daytime TV. It just no. runs a lot, but you don't really concentrate. No, but Bold and the Beautiful actually has like a, a pleasing formula right yeah, you know yeah, which yeah. is the soap opera formula which is they entice you in with drama and all that but jag is people standing in a courtroom being like i'm wearing a funny hat i'm also wearing a funny hat because yeah. we're in the military and then just like america <laughs> it's america salute america. Gun sound and that's end. it like at least with ncis and csi there's a mystery yeah you know like and there's characters um that don't represent america can I just like quickly jump in also with, I've realized that Aaron, Aaron, Eugene Levy also pretty much plays the exact, oh no, it's not him, but the character is very similar to, have you seen the movie The Sleepover? No. No, I think it's just called Sleepover. Oh my God, it's the best movie. Wait, say it again. Is it The Sleepover? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, yeah. I think it's Sleepover with Alexa Vega from Spy Kids. Absolute riffer of a film, and Steve Carell plays a character that's almost exactly what he is. Well, hold on to the no. fact, hold on to the fact that you think Eugene Levy played a character similar to this because that will no. come up in a no. review later. I figured it out already. The character similar that he plays is in New York Minute with Mary Kate Nashley. Wrong. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. No, nah, Mary Kate Nashley. He plays a very similar character. He's chasing after them for the entire movie, trying to like find them. I know. I also had a guest on the show called for a Jess, Eugene Levy film for <laughs> just just Truen, who was on Bringing Down the House, demanded that we watch that film if it's we ever watch any movie. Eugene. It's it is a film. Um, my thing <laughs> is, you're wrong. Why um, am I wrong? It's a very similar character. No, the similar character. Like one objective the whole time. You want to you want to hear? No. <laughs> the similar character he plays is in one of his most iconic movies of his career that is an American Pie. <laughs> Why is it a similar character? 
no in American Pie no not American Pie like one of his most iconic roles outside of the film American Pie the second most iconic yes I guess it's kind of weird because it's like for our generation we know him as the dad from American Pie but for the generation where you know before like our parents and whatever they would know him from so many comedic performances it's not like Eugene Levy is some kind of hidden figure of comedy that only appeared as the dad. He's been around... What? He's been around with the heavy hitters. So you, you know, just, he was from the throw. same generation of comedians as Rick Moranis, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Bill sure. Murray. He really was. He's He was in... Have you ever seen um, National uh, Lampoon's Vacation mm-hmm. with Chevy Chase? Have you? Mm-hmm. In the first film, he's in that film as the car salesman that sells him the shitty green car. <laughs> and he just fucking rips him off and he's just so good at that movie in like a one scene role and he's always been in every one of those kind of things is just like a cameo mm, small roles but he's also had like big roles in certain things him and John Candy which kind of spoils away at what the iconic movie he is in um, him and John Candy were actually a great comedic duo team they're really um, unappreciated when people think of like weird nerdy guy and fat guy of that era the thing Chris Farley and David Spade but really there was Eugene Levy and John Candy for a good period of time there they did like sure. a series of films and it's it's kind of disappointing I wonder what the world would be like if Uncle Buck did not die <laughs> no. you know if he would have been Gooby maybe they have a very how good would John Candy be as Gooby actually smoking cigars and wearing like a hat I feel like he actually to me is always the dude from um Spaceballs Home Alone no. Yeah, Home Alone. Who helps the mum get back in the car with all the ladies... No, with all the instrument players. Who? John Candy? Is that the dude that plays Uncle Buck? Yeah. Then yes. I actually don't know. That might be. Because um, yeah, he's in John a- Candy appeared in everything as little roles as well. Like, he was in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation yeah. as the guy he uh, takes hostage mm. at the end. And he's like, like... He played twins in Nothing But Trouble. He played twins in Nothing But Trouble... Yeah, he's always around. He was always around. He was, what a hero. Mm. What I'm basically saying yeah, is crazy. John Candy's a hero. And okay. that's what you came here for, your Gooby podcast. That's it. Also, does the coloration look different at this part? or is that? It's name? because it's sad. Yeah, okay, cool. So they're bittersweet. Just, it's a bittersweet ending. It's a bit Toy Story 3, am I right? Well, he does look like an Andy. A little bit Toy Story 3. Doesn't he's he? Going to look, he even bends down. Like, like Andy. Like Andy does. Wow, you know everything's like Toy She's Story because I've seen Bartzik. Bartzik just bended forward and I'm like, that's like exactly like Toy Story. Mm, pigtails. See, it's all the same. And he's blinking. He's totally blinking. <laughs> well, that's good because those fuckers in Toy Story blinked and I had a problem with that. <laughs> but hey, Andy's a hey, human, so it's okay. Hey, the Toy Story. In the toy story. <laughs> well, the, the story, story of the toys. The, Jesus. That was weird. <laughs> 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 wait, wait! My favorite, one, my favorite one of Pixar's movies with the in the front would be The Up. <laughs> Is The Incredibles Pixar? Yes. The The Incredibles. It's not The Incredibles. Me. No, it is. It is. Pixar is... No, I know that that's not your favourite with the in it. <laughs> no, my favourite with the... The Finding Nemo. Pixar <laughs> the Finding of Nemo. The Wally. <laughs> the Wally. Oh, the Wally. Wally. 
the Inside Out. <laughs> that kind of sounds like a the, horror film. It sounds like the a the medical drama. Out. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the From the Inside dinosaur. Out. The, the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. The, the Good <laughs> The Weakest, The Cars. <laughs> <laughs> the Cars, too. <laughs> That's the best one. The Cars. Because yeah, we can all agree the Cars movies are the weakest of any product that they've manufactured in their... You don't t- like Cars? Okay, no, no. Out of Pixar's catalogue, they're the weakest films, yeah? Out of all of them. I mean, I can't think of their entire catalogue right now. Well, think about it. They've got the Toy Story, yep. Monsters, Inc. Um, yeah, but Monsters University wasn't that great. No, but I'm saying, like, Original. Original. But even the sequels, right? Like, say Monsters University wasn't great, but it's still better than Cars 2. True. And Cars 1. I love Cars 1. Nah. And no, but seriously, like in the catalogue of things, Cars has consistently been their weakest of them, even of the independents. Like Up is better than Cars, any of the Cars movies, yeah? Uh, their yep. first 15 minutes alone beats <laughs> the whole 19 minutes. You said yes. <laughs> you, you beats anything in, in, in the fucking Cars movies. Like what I'm saying, everyone knows Cars are the weakest, worst films of Pixar's catalogue of works. Even something like The Good Dinosaur is a bit more interesting than Cars. You like it like because it. Owen Wilson's in it. No, oh, I like wow. it because of Maida. Yeah, you're that kid, aren't you? I love Maida. Maida is literal toxic sludge He's the on screen. He is Larry trash. He won the piston cup three times. Larry the cable cup? guy is cancer on screen. I don't know. He has name. tattooed on his arm, get her done. Well, that's funny. Who right does? There. <laughs> the voice of Nader. Larry the, the Cable Guy. The voice. I don't care about the voice. I only care about the actual character. Well, here's the thing. There is no character. It's only a voice. <laughs> no, 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 is a character. No, here's the problem. We're going to get into this argument now. The reason why Cars... No, no. The reason why Cars sucks is because oh. it could have been made by DreamWorks. It could have been made by Disney Studios at that time. The Pixar's the highest standard of quality when it comes to children's animated entertainment, right? They have characters that are more than just voices. They're more than just, I'm Nato and I get her done. Nobody, nobody calls them blue tangs. They call them dories. Exactly. Nobody just goes, hey, remember the, the funny voice fucking turtle from Finding Nemo? It's like, no, he also had a bit more going on. You know, and he was in one scene. Yeah. Nader's in. The, he's also how you can tell Nader sucks. He was the main character of Cars Two, and it sucked. Those were short, where he was like Cars racing or something. Oh, but he was your favorite. Yeah, in Cars One. <laughs> yeah, you have to watch Cars Two then. Nah. They had Cars- a short where he like went to Tokyo and drag raced or something. He does that in Cars Three, I'm pretty sure. Oh, but like, it's so oh, cool Cars Two. I've only seen that short from Cars Two. You can go to Universal and like go to where the cars, and you can go to all the. All the places in it, and it's cars so cool. And the, and the car actually comes out and talks. Holy shit, cars talk? They have and eyes. Go, and then you go into the, on the ride, and the, on the ride, like, all the cars talk and move, and then you race. You know, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's really in the film? You know, cars really sucks when they got John Goodman to be the voice of the truck. Was yeah. it him as a truck? I think so. I just said I haven't seen any of them I've only seen that short I think they got him as a truck no, or really John like Ratzenberg I, will, I agree I don't. I, don't, I think weakest. it's probably the weakest yes. how did but we I get still, onto this I don't know but I we still like it we were talking about um, <laughs> Pixar 
We're talking about thus. Thus. The cars. We're talking, about, we're talking about Gooby, then Toy Story, then Pixar, then the, the cars, cars. Which are the weakest of the, the films. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, I can agree with that. I just I now still, you I, do. Still, I still enjoy them. No, I didn't say they weren't the weakest. I just said I still like them. I like Shrek better than Cars. Yeah, actually same. But that's because Shrek's great. Shrek's trash. No, Shrek's great. You know, no. Shrek is iconic. Shrek is Shrek iconic. Shrek is meme lord. But that's exactly why he's I meme lord. It's because it is trashy. It's trashy kids entertainment. Like you know, it's the equivalent of for kids. For what young adults have Twilight with and no <laughs> Gossip Girl, like you know, like Gossip trash, Girl. but it's trash, yeah. It's nah. fun trash. The Gossip Girl literally ends with the guy being a Gossip Girl. Whoa! And when you track, <laughs> that's a huge and, and the best part is when you track it back, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's dumb. I hated the last episode. You're right on that. And but Josh Watts made also the OC, which is like my favorite show on the planet. So. What you say? <laughs> oh my god! Every time I think of SNL, is that you think of. No, I'm thinking about the actual episode where oh, they say where they play. Have you seen the one in SNL? Yes, do? of course. Oh, but that's what you know the actual episode. Fun know fact: the actual the, mm, what you say is in, uh, is from. Yeah, it's right when Marissa shoots Trey. Uh, come on, Damon. I was more of a One Tree Hill guy. <laughs> oh, I hate One Tree Hill. Fuck you. Nah, that's a lie. I don't hate it. I just had, I didn't invest in it. I well, watched the first episode and I was like, "Whoa, this is a cliche," and then I stopped. Uh, Saved by the bell. Yeah, the the OG of cliches. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Saved by the Bell. It's where kids get a bell and they get saved. That's cool. literally oh, that that's great. literally Sometimes the point. they do save as. Whoa. Save as by the bell. Hey guys, this was brought to you by Gooby Entertainment. <laughs> the Pony Bear. Like, do you reckon he just purposely chose this movie because it had bears in it? Hey guys. Well, didn't the Amazing Spider-Man get directed by a guy whose last name was Webb? That Mark Webb. Dicks. Yes, Mark Webb, who um, had no experience making blockbuster films yeah mm. <laughs> he'd made like indie films or smaller films I think he did 500 Days of Summer actually I love that movie but you wouldn't say that's a blockbuster no you would say yeah Joseph Gordon-Levitt so of course it's not a blockbuster uh Batman uh The Dark Knight Rises the suckiest of them all oh my god you're just cutting me D with all of these do you not know The Dark Knight Rises sucks <laughs> you, you can't say things definitively you know, you everything know why. is subjective <laughs> but, this is film Ryan everything is subjective yeah, but you know how it sucks out of the trilogy? No. It's I actually get more b- bored in Batman Begins. You're using a completely different like yeah. phrase com- to what you were using like five minutes ago. You, you said it's the weakest of the bunch. Yeah, it sucks out of the trilogy. Yeah, you, you, The Dark Knight Rises. He's saying the same thing as before, but now he's using harsher words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually really enjoyed The Dark Knight Rises. Is it because you had Tom Hardy there? Yeah, I do. And also fucking... <laughs> Fucking! I can't even, I can't my favorite I'm gonna character. I'm The only reason I like movies is because Tom Hardy's in it, or because they're attractive. He's people got smoochy. I lips. have a brain. Are you aware of this? I also no, but he's have a good a actor. Brain. No, but here's the thing. I didn't actually say that means of attractive because he's a good actor and he was probably the most interesting part of the movie. He was great in that movie. Yeah. And death scene. Yeah. That's the reason why I hate The Dark Knight Rises. I actually try and be with it. But then it like does little mistakes that you could have just fixed. Like, hey, let's have Batman not be in the movie for a long period of time, stuck in this hole in the ground. That What's fucking wrong with hole. That? That's a great. Oh, the hole in the ground out. goes. Here's the problem. Christopher Nolan, even The Dark Knight Rises is not a masterpiece because Christopher Nolan has the problem of his movies go too long. Mm-hmm. So you know that you know how stories like Gooby here has a three act structure. Where it's like, mm-hmm. Act One, you meet the ki- you meet the kid, 
he meets Gooby. That's the start. And then Act 2 is like where all this... Gooby's like improving his life. Improving his life. Then Act 3, the crisis happens where, oh no, Gooby ran away. Gooby's taking him on this venture. Oh no, he's falling down this thing. And then his dad saves him and everything's happy. Everything is resolved. Christopher Nolan, all of his movies basically, at least like his newer ones since I would say Insomnia, have basically like that three-act structure, but then there's just another thing that happens. So it's like in The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight, the weakest part for me is the end of that movie where it's like, oh yeah, and Two-Face. Oh yeah, we have to we have to do Two-Face now. We kind of forget. In The Dark Knight Rises. No, in The Dark Knight. Oh, right. Like saying, even the most perfect of films are weak. <laughs> sure. But that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, this film, is this film weak? I'm going to get into my review now. Yeah. Is this film weak? Yes. It's got weaknesses. I think, you know, the one of the main problems of the film is the father character from Jag. Why I say he's weak is they don't... For I get it, his character's an absent father, but the introduction of his apparent arc at the end does come out of left field a bit. I mean, yes, they do put the building blocks there, but I say that is the weakness. But... That weakness is minor in comparison to the strengths. Robbie Coltrane gives a heartwarming vocal performance as Gooby. The costume is frightening yet fun and playful. The kid actors, the main child actor has a great zest for life. He can balance happiness, joy, eagerness, anxiety and fear very well. The mother, she was great. I actually enjoyed her very much. You know, She was, and Eugene Levy, wow. Eugene Levy is perfection, perfection. I was upset he was not in it more. Mr. Nerdlinger. I wanted his book. When he actually said, you've all heard of the Fletchington Fish book, I actually went, oh, I haven't actually. Like, is this a real book? I didn't think it was going to lead it to him being like, here we are, guys. I've got a book here that I've written. I didn't think that was going to be thinking. I thought he was being like, hey, you guys know Rainbow Fish, yeah? I've got a better one here, Fletchington Fish. He's like... Ooh boy. This film does bring up a lot of questions on what it means to be fatherless. You know, and what it means to be a father as well. Because the father in this movie realised that he had followed the same steps as his own father. Or followed the same steps of neglect. Being stuck in the idea that things are more important than family itself. Which is a really heartwarming, touching message. Mm. This film is about unity and love. If I had to give this movie a rating, which I do, guys, I would give this a... I would give this a gay Dumbledore out of Cars Sucks. (laughs) Alana, you have a lot of opinions. Let's hear yours. I have a lot of opinions. Okay. Wrong, but one, yeah. (laughs) All right, what's better, red apple or green apple? (laughs) And then Alana, knowing her, she would go... Mango. <laughs> <laughs> I do love mangoes. They are better than apples, I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, actually, as you were saying, that whole wrap-up, you reminded me of a film, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name, it's with Macaulay Culkin and the other dude from... Um, oh my God, what is the show? With the chick from Saw. The chick from Saw? Yeah, so you know the chick... Was it ch- Becca? Yes! Yes! The guy I don't know this that, film. What's the dude from that? Ted Danson. Ted Danson. And Macaulay Culkin and Ted Danson is like a is, is the similar. He's like an absentee kind of father and they have this whole thing where he tries to get Macaulay Culkin to like help him like commit crime. 
And it's this whole thing about what? like about the absentee How old was Macaulay Culkin in this? Like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> right around the homeland time. I it's remember, a great movie. We we talked about Uncle Buck earlier. You remember Macaulay Culkin's in that? Yeah. Fuck. That was one of his that. first films. Bless and also, side note, Macaulay Culkin got uh, relatively good looking again. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Alana, Alana, I know that I've been really <laughs> harsh on you this episode by saying you've been wrong about a lot of things. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. But I'm going to get harsh right now. Oh, God, more and harsh. say you're fucking wrong. About what thing? Macaulay Culkin being hot what? right now. No, 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 not like hot, but he's like way more You literally than... just said he's got I hot again. I didn't. I didn't say hot again. He's got a hot... I said remotely attractive again. That was literally my words. I'm going to go back and replace those words with my words. Just Um, to prove I was right. So, about that again. Yeah? When was the first time he was hot? (laughs) When he was a child. I I buried myself into an uncomfortable... When she was a child, she saw saw him and was like, Lady Boner. (laughs) (laughs) No, I couldn't say that. Like, you know how he was really cute when he was attractive? He was like a really cute little kid. Yeah, he was. And then you growed up and you kind of. He growed up. up. He grew up and you were kind of. Wait, scientifically, that was okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You were kind of hoping that he would become attractive as an adult and then he didn't and then he had that real whole, like, meth looking face. Because he did meth. Well, now he's, like, filled out in the face and he looks much more healthy and attractive than what he did look when he was, like, meth. He's gone from meth to meth. Did you know Mila Kunis was dating Macaulay Culkin for a little while? Yeah, I did. Uh When he was in the midst of his not attractive phase. Poor Mila. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. In our previous film we did, she got pig urine, so she's okay. (laughs) I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who's like, poor Macaulay. She's back with Kelso. What, what, to be with Mila Kunis? I would would never say Paul I would never either, but I just like the idea. Yeah, again, can you imagine having sex with Mila Kunis and she just says, like, Michael! (laughs) (laughs) Michael! And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many good quotes from us. That's what he says for you. Yeah. So, that was your review. Good job. What's your your rating? Of Goopy. My rating is, you know, Macaulay Culkin hot again. That's the, that's the rating. But, <laughs> that's how good it is. As good as his health. Let's hear from you, the wise wizard. <laughs> Just for anyone that didn't notice, it's alliteration. That's why I call myself that because alliteration's cool. <laughs> Scientifically, it's, yeah, not, it's not. But that's okay. Radically, <laughs> hey, science and cool. Is... Science and cool don't mix together unless you're Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> that was a rap. Yeah, it was beautiful. Are we wrapping it up? No, because I have my review. <laughs> a couple of minutes Sick ago, one. Ryan was talking about The Dark Knight and how he was saying that um, even the strongest films have weaknesses. That's right. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that look at Gooby as a weak film that has strength. Like, yeah, this is a weak film that has strengths. And uh, if you're one of the people that think that, fuck you, you're wrong. This is one of the greatest films ever made. It's not that we come on this show to find the weakest films and find their strengths. That is not what we do on this show. And shame you for thinking that. Uh, that Disclaimer, if you thought that. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just screaming at nothing. This film is a <laughs> film that teaches us important, important lessons. Scientifically, that was okay. Important <laughs> lessons. That was nice, yeah. Uh, grammatically, that was fine. And scientifically. Grammatic, okay. Check both boxes here. Well, are, you, are you assessing me? Vocab was a bit off, but pretty good. You assessing me? I'm 
assessing you, yeah. It's You're an asset. It's got the word ass in it. <laughs> assessing you. Um, yes, go on. Please, please go on. I'm Important listening. Important lessons is what I was saying. I learned something. Now, a lot of people could look to Toy Story for similar <laughs> lessons. Like, you know. The Toy Story. The Toy Story. Mm, the, Toy Story. the Toy Story 2, The Toy Story 3, and all the shorts. And The Toy Story 4 coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Yep, Tom yeah. Hanks said so. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't lie. Tom Hanks never lies. No, he once said, I'm Tom Hanks. And it's like, well, officially, that is something we can't dispute. So he's not always lying. We can say that for sure. That's a fact. Yes. Um, <laughs> lessons of like, you know, take care of what is close to you. Mm. Um, cherish the good moments. If you're an absentee dad, just ch- stop. And... <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about the mother a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, we talked about the nanny a lot. Yeah, she was a prominent um, character. Another important lesson this film teaches us is if you are a bully... Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear a hot dog suit. <laughs> because if you pee yourself, then all the pee's going to get in the bottom of the sausage, isn't it? A hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Scientifically, that wasn't okay because a hot dog's not a sausage. It's a hot dog. And this film also has incredible motifs. He was wearing a hot dog suit. What was Gooby eating earlier? (gasps) Hot dogs. What was he using to chew it? Teeth. What does he show the bully? Teeth. Oh my god. Weird choice. Oh my god, I love that movie. That's a good movie. The teeth. That is a good one. That's an absolute cracker. It's a dentist. Sorry to interrupt your review, but I gotta teach Alana another lesson about teeth. She didn't say it's a good movie. Or should I teach you one? Well, I haven't seen and this is true. I haven't seen teeth, but I have one friend Jack listen listen. I have one friend Jack Duncan who's a big fan of all kinds of movies, like my type of movies and, and more into horror stuff, and he goes Dude, man, if you like Tusk, you gotta see Teeth. It's like a masterpiece. No, he's just a jerk. (laughs) He's just a masterpiece, man. It's just so good. Every man's a rapist in it for no reason. It's like funny ass. I'm like, well, I want to see the every man's a rapist. Like, my favorite scene that I know of is like a gynecologist is a rapist for no apparent reason. That's the best part. <laughs> I like how you gave a visual cue to me. Yeah. A finger wag. Visual like, cue is me. Uh, uh, is her fingering. No. The vagina. Inappropriate. It's really weird because she wasn't miming it. She literally just got down on the ground, squatted, <laughs> and just fingered the vagina. PJ rated, please. PJ, keep it. Sorry, PJ. sorry. Gently fingered. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. That was the G. Bartek, back into your review. Let's let's smack in. Bartek, smack in. You're Tag out. Tag in. Tag in. Tag in. Targaryen. I was going to say that. Well, you didn't, so you're fucking late. If all that I have said in this review prior does not click with you, that you do not agree with it, that you think that I might be exaggerating, (laughs) then I will just leave you with some objective facts. Robbie Coltrane was in the film. He nailed it. Eugene Levy was in the film. He double nailed it. Mm, that's Gooby like... is a great film. The triple nailed. <laughs> oh, is that your rating? Triple no, nailed. but Ryan, you asking me if I that was my rating has triggered my trap card, which is the <laughs> rating of the film. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I better go fast. <laughs> <laughs> my rating is nine speed counters out of nine. <gasps> Turbo Dual Go. Well, guys, IMDb and YouTube 
had things to say about Goopy, oh, for God. sure. And Ryan didn't even know that YouTube had things to say. Oh, I imagine. I, oh, I, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't wait for the replies, if there are any. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to read. Uh, uh, now, unfortunately, there are some negative reviews for Goopy. You've got to be objective. you got to be fair. And there are some positive ones, mm. fortunately. And fortunately and negatively and all kinds of editedly, I got <laughs> the both. <laughs> the both. You get it? The both. The both, and I'm going to read us a nice little review, which is one star, and it is I've been goobed. Oh, hello, Alana. I've been a- goobed, and it goes as such: it's from 2010, so a year after the film, Alana. Right, yeah. Gooby, gooby, gooby. The word continues to rattle around in my brain, a lingering remnant of the mental trauma endured last night while watching this film. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching giant teddy bears with a mobile faces <laughs> fart as much as the next oh, guy. I completely forgot about that scene. But this one just wasn't doing it for me. Did I learn anything? Was I supposed to? I don't know. What I do know is that my life is now forever tainted, and I can only pray that when I close my eyes at night, I will not be met with visions of Gooby devouring cold hot dogs, or Eugene Levy sporting a Wolverine haircut, or, well, just anything from this movie. That was a one-star, Bartek. Bartek, what did YouTubey have to say? Oh, sorry, the YouTubey? Mm -hmm. The YouTube. This is... I'm going to bring... This is the only comment that I have that has replies that I've included. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. And these comments are a mix from the full movie that is on YouTube and a trailer. Oh, you, you mean there's a full movie of Goopy on, on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Wow, then why has it only got three and a bit stars on IMDb? That should raise it up to at least five. I'm sure it should. It really should, you know. I'm, I'm upset. Go on. The initial comment is as such. I'm guessing I might be the oldest person watching this kid's film. 52 years young. I started watching National Lampoon's Christmas film and now am watching this. Call me daft for watching kids stuff at my age, but every now and then I enjoy a few hours of no swearing, no violence and all the usual adult stuff and just comfy, funny, simple stuff. Meeb... I am getting on, but am forever young at heart. I will say I posted that. Comment. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the uh, adult things without the swearing. The, f- the first response. I like, how they, wait, I like how they included, like, they watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and included that in their tangent about how they're okay watching kids' films. That's not a kids' film! <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> the first response. I'm a year older than you. They, they wrote then, not then. <clears throat> I'm a year older than you. And, f- and feel exactly like yourself. So sick of the garbage Hollywood is pumping out lately. It's either a superhero movie or a sequel to one. That's why I really don't mind watching something like this movie or others like it. And I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones. <laughs> The third, res- the, well, sorry, the second response. Oh, thank God, these blessed souls. <clears throat> nope, not the only ones. I love watching these with my kids. It's better than watching a movie that 
you swore you watched before BC because it's oh, just... Oh, not before Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you watched me number four before Christ. It's just like all the others or before Christ... I have to make them turn their heads before Christ of sex scenes or kissing of vulgar crap. Now I know how you both feel. It's nice to get away from the same old, same old. That was written by Alana because I could tell because this kid, this old person was down with the kids' language. Just, they were so down. There were so many more responses to it, but I had to, you know, I had to move Condense. on. What about tech? Yeah. I have someone here who had a nice positive review. They were from the Netherlands. Then yeah. an eight-star review here, Alana. Eight-star as well. Gooby captures a kid's imagination in the best way. Mm. And this is the type of review that may contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen Gooby, good luck. <clears throat> I've, regi- I've registered just to post this since I really can't believe this movie is only rated as 3.3 it was on TV a few months back and we ended up seeing the last half of it then my son woke me up last weekend asking about the movie with the with the big bear he'd been dreaming about it sort the whole internet based <laughs> <laughs> Sought the whole internet based on some key words and finally found the DVD. We saw it yesterday and it was better than even I remembered it. It really is a simple but great movie on a kid that suffers huge, they have to put that in quotations, because, oh, you know, get it, he's large, ordinary problems. Scientifically, that statement was okay. <laughs> <laughs> ordinary problems. A bit of isolation. Just a tad, Bartek. <laughs> Loving, that's in brackets, <laughs> because, you know, we don't know what they are like. Parents, not in brackets, though, so it's okay. They, they can confirm they are parents. Yeah. That move because they think more expensive housing is better, and a father that always working, supposedly, to pay for all these improvements, but then suddenly a forgotten toy turns out to come alive into a huge bear with strange peaty eyes. So Yolanda, they got it. Just a tad scary in the beginning, but then turns out to be his best friend. He needs to hide from the world. Kids love it. Gooby eats all the chocolates, candy, ice cream you can find. Again, my my son found it hilarious. Helps him be cool with his friends and eventually ends up setting everything right again and helps his parents learn a valuable lesson. Call it corny, but I think even the message is valid for a lot of kids and parents these days. Loved this films. <laughs> Hope the cynics who forgot to look through a kid's eyes don't put you off seeing it. I'm sure all oh, the cynics cute. read that and they're like, oh. Fuck, I flipped the eyes. Could you imagine oh, cynics it. reading this being like, well, I was fucking idiot. Grab the razor and just cut their wrist and die. <laughs> and they write, like in It, the film, they write Gooby on the wall. Spoiler rough. alert for It. Mm. Bartek, YouTube's a kind place with kind comments, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Tell us some. When I was a new kid in grad two, I was not shy. But no, I'm in year five, and I'm so shy to talk to the whole, like... H-O-L-E. Yeah. Class. I'm sick of myself being shy. Aww. 
This comment had even more responses than the previous one of people of other kids, kids talking <laughs> about their experiences of being shy and how they're in grade eight now. That's Why did you include beautiful. them? Because I had to move on to the ones that actually talked about Gooby. That's so sweet. But maybe that is a reflection on Gooby as a film. Like, it's made them bring up all these issues, but talk to other kids about it. Yes. You know, they feel now that they're a part of something. But then we have the next comment that's like, this is kind of creepy AF, which means as fuck. Or (laughs) it could be as Fry, everyone's favourite character for Futurama. Mm -hmm. Something else I don't watch. (laughs) Do you watch? Do you watch anything good? Like you I know, I mean, you sit down and TV. watch Cars, and that's it. <laughs> I don't really watch animation a lot, except for the Cars. Yeah. This next comment. I've seen everyone of Pixar films. We already talked about. This next comment suggests an actor that could have played Gooby other than Robbie Coltrane. Ooh, Harris Big. John C. Riley needs to do a redub of Gooby's lines. They look eerily similar. <laughs> <laughs> And Will Ferrell has to be the boy. Naturally. <laughs> and he can play a boy. You haven't seen Step Brothers? Yeah, and then and then the dad is the dad from Step Brothers <laughs> and the mum's the mum. It's Step Brothers 2, but Gooby. Step the, Gooby. The Step Brothers. The Step Gooby. The Step Gooby. <laughs> 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 and he's like, I'm going to put my hairy balls on your drums. That's also a movie I don't like. Aw, I love the one-liners in it. Yeah, that's it's all. Got a, it's, got, it's good. It's quotable. It's a quotable film. There are, there are so statements. So much room for activities. Like, it's kind of like pineapple. So Express. much room for activities. What are you saying about it? Any more quotes from the internet? That was a quote from Stephen. There are comments from the internet. Yes. <clears throat> I am 11. Can I watch this movie or am I too old or small? <laughs> I'm small. Let's be guess. That person did like to write in capitals. Was that a... Was that a... Um, after 11, yes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I am a le- Also, I, I bullshitted. There are responses to this one that I included. Fucking liar. The first response to this comment is... I'm not pulling it. The first response to this comment My is... My dick, she was talking about. Just <laughs> the first response to this comment is... You can watch M20 and watching this now. <laughs> I would like to even stay You can watch and You 20. can watch. <laughs> you can watch. <laughs> And 20 and watching this now. You can watch and 20 and watching this now. And the last response is from the same, from the kid that initially wrote the comments. Yes! Oh, in all caps. <clears throat> okay, I was watching it right now and you scared me. <laughs> you scared. We scared you. Oh, that person replied scared them. But I had someone here in the IMDb reviews that scared me because I had something negative again, Alana. And I am just not up for negativity until I read it now to see the merit of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. This is a waste of good talent and looks. Brutal. No stars rating for this. They, they decided, hey, I'm not going to go with stars. I'm just going to go with a title, mm-hmm. which is always good. They're from the United States, and this was written in 2010, a year after the film. So they've had a year, Alana. They've had a year, Biotech to gestate this film. And now it's bursting out of their chest. Mm. That was a reference to Spaceballs. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I like a lot. It's like, yes, I actually got the right one. And then Ryan said the other one. That's also <laughs> applicable. So they start with this. When? All caps for that. <laughs> Naturally. Is someone going to write a good script for David James Elliott? 
He's proved well beyond any doubt that he can carry a good show slash movie working for some of the biggest and successful names in the business. Now he's doing kids movies and obviously poor script opportunities. I've been amazed at what he's had to stoop to to support his family. This is sad, huh? What did he have to stoop to? What did he have to... St- to goofy. Stoop. <laughs> yeah, I love the word stoop. Where is Belisario now? What about Belisario's next new series? Or even an updating of his character from Jag? Hey. I've heard many people miss the show. Who are these Many people? people? <laughs> Who are these people? And I'm set to only find out in an occasional episode on USA Network slash channel. Many feel it could have it could have a comeback with more current times and themes. It is, after all, the semi-spin-off of for NCIS one and two. Frequently strolling, frequently strolling. Many Jack characters strolling, Alana. Strolling. They don't start strolling. Many Jag actors and characters through the storylines. I'd love to see DG, DG, DJE. Got it, you got the letter right. <laughs> scientifically. Scientifically, it was scientifically I nailed it. In a good solid role again, playing the type of character he can challenge and make his own and not be cancelled after a season. <laughs> Go for a show. Go for shows that aren't duplicates of all the others. <laughs> I like that's advice. Like this guy's an agent. Yeah, and he's just gonna read. Go for shows that aren't duplicates. Damn it, DJE. Look what USA Network slash channel has done with unique storylines. No carbon copy shows, and they are quite successful. Find one that fits DJ Elliott, because <laughs> DJ the man deserves much better than he's been offered. Pretty soon the poor guy will be lowered to commercials. When you really have when you really have at least a Pierce Brosnan, a potentially and potentially a Tom Selleck at hand. I like how those two examples are terrible examples. Mm. <laughs> if he could get a chance to really work out some of his better challenges as an actor. Gosh, he's so heartfelt. She he I shouldn't assume. She, well, so it's, it's wind swept me from United States. So, so it's wind. So it's oh, the cool, wind. Right, so Bartek, like what did the internet have to give again? I will give you the last three comments that I grabbed. Are they happy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you Love think? What was that noise? You think I'm just here to give you bad comments? No. Unhappy hit, comments? Hit me. Okay. Baby, one more time. Oh, wow, we did completely opposite things. Alana hit him and I said I would not hit him. Alana just is upset because I wouldn't let her pull the dick earlier, so go on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. I found this by clicking the random page link on Wikipedia. So it's really good, guys, that this person here, through the magic of complete chance, discovered Gooby. Of all of the pages on Wikipedia. Is that not the universe working to yeah. make Gooby known? Yes. It's the Goobverse. The Goobverse. Second last comment. They should have had Robin Williams play the bear. They wouldn't have needed a costume, <laughs> lol. Get it? Because he's dead. Well, it wasn't at the time. Gee, that was... Heartbeat. Savage. Heartbeat. Remember, guys, in our, in our pan episode, Ryan, there was an actor who, you know, said that Robin Williams wouldn't have killed himself if he saw pan. Oh, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a true statement. Yeah. I found that comment. In fact, I've got it saved on this computer. I can show it to you. No, keep okay. going, pal. The final comment that I would wish to read for us. Not the countdown, the comment. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, shit, shit. <laughs> Scientifically, we were accurate with the choice, though. You guys are bad scientists. Or, scientifically, we're great. Our age may increases every year, but the heart of child never rises. Childhood is the best watching child movies bring them back. (laughs) Well, Bartek, that was pretty great. But I have Seymour Butts wrote a review oh, here. Seymour? No, sorry, okay. they're from Seymour Butts. Oh, okay. And oh, they had a 10-star review, the only 10-star review I could find on IMDb. And they had it as, goodness gracious, why all the hate? And this review may contain spoilers. Okay, and Seymour Butts. Superb. Fantastic. Mind-blowing. Outstanding! Me and my family watched this movie and we couldn't stop cracking up, despite the fact that my 10-year-old daughter had nightmares for a few weeks. <laughs> despite that. Despite that. We still enjoyed laughing at her crying in the night. <laughs> if you love your children. Whoa. If you love your children, watch this movie by all means. The part that was the best was when Gooby died, when the fluff was torn out of him by the family. Not by the family. (laughs) By the family dog, Rufus. The great addition of the voice of popular giant Hagrid really helped me feel that this bear is really, 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 really big. Like Hagrid. If you like romantic comedies, don't watch this. There's no romance. Squeaky kid like the cl- like the kids. Like, squeaky clean. Squeaky clean like the kids. What bar? Take read that for me. Heiny, that's right. <laughs> Fear not, my fellow friends. This movie is not for you. Wow. See, Alana, he wrote this one for you because see, there is no romantic comedy squeaky in it. Squeaky clean, just like, like a kid's it. heiny. Like squeaky clean like it was a kid's heiny. We did have a gooby clean honey. Got ripped out, apparently, by the family dog Rufus. He died? Yeah. That's how the movie ends. Didn't you see it? Mm, well, that's just, there, guys. I, I chose to repress that. We've had a lot of discussion in this episode. A lot of gooby discussion. <laughs> some, some might of it say, was relevant. Some of it some <laughs> might, might say, you went too deep into gooby. And that's okay. We love going it's a big deep, bear. Deep, so it's, deep, deep. it's a big goob. And some might say, we were all gooby. Bartek, you're real gooby. Oh, go- oh, right. Alana, you're real gooby, and I'm I'm really not a gooby type. If yes, I'm you like, are. You're a gooby. I'm more no, nerdling. You're, you're a gooby. <laughs> you know Gumby, the toy Gumby? Yes. I feel like you'd be like... You know Gumby, Gumby wasn't just a toy, right? Yeah. You know that. He's not just a toy. He's also a romantic comedy. Yeah, called Gumby's Adventures. <laughs> no, the Gumby. The Gumby's Adventures. Oh, sorry. Gumby's The Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The Gumby's The Adventures. You guys have been fantastic, amazing, superfluously stupendous, wonderful listening people who have always been listening. You know, that's the trick to a podcast is to listen. Because yeah. we've said lots of things. Like, here's this. Look, I didn't want to give this away. I didn't want to actually say this. But I feel like it's important. If you play this episode in reverse... You will hear our real thoughts on Gooby. Because they're deeper and more political. Like, in our backwards version of this episode, you can hear Alana telling us how much she was sexually attracted to Gooby. And you can hear me talking about how that's wrong. I won't deny it. 
She's Barbie a 9-11 denier, but she won't deny her gooby infatuation. And you'll hear me list a third celebrity that has JK in their name. And everything that we said in our forward version that's like scientifically accurate, in that version, it's actually... It's actually the opposite way around. We're wrong scientifically. Yeah, we're ro- well, we're wrong. And when Bartek says you're you're bad scientists, it's you're good scientists, and I'm mm. like, that's right. Yep. Opposite day. The one time they're a good scientist. So guys, remember to you know do the things that you know support. I guess you know I don't want to push you. You know, spin polish presents. You know, you Google that or Bing. If you want Yahoo, if you've got a virus on your computer, if you've got a virus, <laughs> you know. Well, Bing's really fallen. You know, search.com, you know, any of those. I Ask.com, Jeeves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Go to Ask yeah, yeah, Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're driving somewhere, just yell it at your GPS, it'll direct you to where to go. Mm. And that's iTunes, that's Facebook. YouTube, Podbean, we're all around. We even got a Spanish site. Yeah. I don't know how we got there, but we're there. Hola. And <laughs> Hola. Hola, Espanol. That means family. Fam. <laughs> so, it means fam. Goodness me. No, family. No, fam. You're saying it wrong. No. It's family. <laughs> what's family? I don't understand. It's only... It's a Lilo and Stitch reference. It's okay. It's okay. In the reverse episode, you understand. So, guys, as always, remember to be kind to each other. What was the name of the fish book series? The fish book series? In the Dr. Nedlinger. Oh, the Fletchington Fish. And that reminds me, in none of the reviews that I actually had, did it mention that Eugene Levy movie I was talking about? It was Splash. There was a review that's like, he's exactly the character he was in Splash. They're right. John Candy, Tom Hanks film. Neither of them were the mermaid in Splash. I can't remember who the actress was of yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I remember. Daryl Hannah? I don't know. <laughs> so, what's what's the next adventure for our fishy friend? Our fishy friend? Well, he meets a girl. <gasps> he meets a girl fish. Is this like Harry Potter, how it grows up with the kids? Well, hold on, hold on. You don't want to give it away yet. So, this girl fish is named Alana. It's you. Special. It's you because you look exactly like a fucking Fuck. fish. What? So <laughs> <laughs> this boy fish, Mister, what was it? Um, Fred. Fletchington fish. Yeah. Meets Alana, who's on the. Uh, it's kind of weird that that she managed to find a corner in the sea, but she did. <laughs> She's standing there, floating, kind of, you know, like. Basically, the story is a fish tale. Is that the name of the Will Smith fish movie? Shark Tale. Shark Tale. Shark Tale. You know what I mean. We're going to do it on the show eventually. So you oh, know. yay. Oh, I'll come back for that one. No. <laughs> because I know you'll be like, this is terrible. I'm like, how dare you? It's great. So he meets Alana. So he meets Alana. He's a jive talking Will Smith fish. And he says to her, Smith. yo, lady. And then Not proceeds, girl? listen. Oh. And then he proceeds <laughs> to tell her how his life got turned upside down. And then he had to move all the way to this side of town. And then he then proceeds to tell you how he's now the fresh prince of the sea. Oh. And Alana's fish is swooned by him, kisses him on his fishy lips, and he says, will you marry me? And Alana says, no, not before marriage. That doesn't make sense. And then, Wouldn't I say yes for the purposes of yes? No. And then... Wow, this is... I'm shook. This is then, going me. And then they kiss and embrace. 
And that's the end of the book. Wow. Now, Bartek, yeah. you want to ask me, the author, Mr. Nerdlinger, any questions about the book? <laughs> any questions at all about my intentions or meanings? About Is it going the love of... Uh, the, the, the Fletchington Fish's love of Alana Fish. Mr. Le- uh, Mr. Nerdlinger. Yes. Um, is this book a metaphor? Are you Fletchington Fish? No. Weird thing, though, was in my book, like, I didn't make it overt, but, like, I've always looked at it. I've always looked at it like Fletchington Fish is gay. Like, he's he's, he's very gay to me, though. Like, the person who created the character and made the character what they are, to me, I feel like they're gay. But that doesn't mean they're gay. It just means I feel that as the person who created mm. Fletchington Fish, that, that really they're very, very, the very book. gay. Now, please, please, don't walk away from this <laughs> with assumptions, okay? Mm. Because that's not a human trait. Thanks. Also, gay pride for Fletchington Fish, you know. Woo! Well, Mr. Nerling, I've already written like 12 fan fictions of him just sucking all the dick. Uh, that, look, uh, I, I didn't... That's not canon, but I'm not saying it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like... What I'm saying is, I feel that, you know? I feel it. You know, I really don't And that- feelings are, are, aren't the truth. They aren't... You know when you're creating something, when you're creating a piece of work, feelings aren't intentions. And that's the end. I really got that impression of how the universe works. I really got all of that out of when he kissed the girl Alana. And we all want to kiss the girl fish Alana. <laughs> <laughs>